swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? It is, here he is. How's that? the main man. <laughs> is, that wa- is that working, is it? Oh, I can hear you. Yeah, can you see me yet? Yeah. yeah, you've got your red mic. And, hey, this is professional. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got two cats either side of me as well. What are you, no. what are you saying? I just tried to eat it. And I'm a man of my word. I'm very nice. <laughs> I'm a man of man as well. Here's my glass of water. Well, see, I've got I've got my water too, but I was, I'm, I'm like I'm trying not to drink fizzy drinks, but I've got like four of them left. I was gonna have it with me tea, and I was like, no, it's ice ice cold iron brew because like, I feel like I don't know about you, but like the, the only person, everyone else just seems to be drinking every day. Like all I see with me mates on like social media is them just like going ah cracking open. And I'm like I, I I had three drinks last Saturday, and I was dead like it killed me off i'm still trying to keep a bit of routine me like same here like try and keep it like so there's a week and a weekend even though it doesn't mean anything exactly even though every day is the same you've still got to have a weekend so like on a saturday night i've been i, I might have like a couple of copper bags and maybe ordering a dessert or something yeah well that, that's what we're doing like we're gonna get a cuddy from the vindaloo on woody road tomorrow like saturday is like now normally i'm in work so we're like, like saturday night is still i do a live stream on a saturday and then we'll get a, we'll get like if we want a takeaway we don't like we're, we're trying to have a takeaway once every two weeks I'm trying to do I, I'm fucking stupid because like there's no can't play footy or not and the gyms are closed so like I've decided to try and do 5k every other day right but I haven't ran on the road I used to run at the oval on the running track I haven't ran on the streets for like ever really when your I, knees shins oh, ankles right. everything must be killing why weren't you there to tell me that two days ago so I went running on Wednesday and like I'm not joking yesterday and today my knees my shin splints which have got been gone for 10 years back like this just back <laughs> like, I my, couldn't told you that was going to happen my beard was like I was in bed and I was like honestly I can't I can't like if I move my legs it feels like oh, even my knees now so I'm, I'm like it's going to have to be I'm doing yoga. I'm a man to talk to about knees, I'm telling oh, you. Oh, God. It's, <laughs> it's not on weight. I, do you know what? I hyperextended my knee. Footy. Like, eight weeks ago, um, my left knee. I went into, there was, I went into like, do you know when you're sliding in? And I was just trying to tow the ball away from, from someone who was about to shoot. And I tried to get my left toe on it. And instead, I, like, got my foot on it. And I slid. And, like, my entire leg, 
extended like that, and it you know, when it hyperextends and it goes like that, and it clicked. That's how I done my ACL, you know. Well, right. At first, I thought I've done my ACL because I was like the pain. It was that bad. All the other players on the pitch were like, "He's fucking like he's done." And I was like, "Help me up a sec. Help me up." And I was like, "Oh!" And in typical like six aside fashion, I was like, "I'll go and go for the bit and see how I am." So I went in and like it eased up a little bit. Like do you remember when you first done it and you like pl- played on for the bit, didn't you? And took a corner. Yeah, then took a corner. So I played on and I was like, went in goal. And then for the last five minutes, another lad was like, I'm, I'm fucked. Go back out. And I'm, I went back out and it, it felt okay. The next day I woke up and like, I know, in fact, I sat down. I had a shower, went down, had some dinner, sat down on the sofa, went to go to bed that night and going up my stairs, I, I was like, I can't put any weight and then the next day, my entire, like, um, ha- like all that, my calf was just bruised. Like, you know, and I was going to go, like, my bear was like, don't go, don't go to the doctors. That's the last thing they need is, because is, it was when this was all starting, like, yeah. and I was like, I can't go A&E, can I? And be like, hey, see them people who can't breathe. Can I, can you have a look at my knee, please? Yeah. So like I'm just this like I'm just like an injured man these days. Ben, what that this is what happens when you turn thirty? Just injuries just hit you. Look look that, at Paul. Paul I'm used to yes. out the way. Paul used to be an Olympic sprinter before he was thirty. Listen, <laughs> after seeing him recreate my goal, he's never been a sprinter in his life. It's a too long distance, though. What? It's <laughs> only five meter sprints. The best thing was about that Paul was how many. Um, takes it took for you to fit so you ran the length of the pitch about 10 times and missed the goal <laughs> no do you know what was funny that, i think it might have been like a second go he missed the post by like so so yeah, it was so close to being like the perfect recreation and i was like no and you're like next time and then they just got worse and worse and worse <laughs> there, was, there was one as well where like <laughs> He, he, he shot and that's, as soon as he shot I've seen it was going wide so I've turned around and he's just went oh <laughs> I just hear that and I just had to laugh I was like that's so funny and he was in the full kit as well weren't you he had my shirt on what did I stretched it a little bit <laughs> what size was that shirt were you that was, by the way tight. bear in mind I, I, I'm like very very skinny and Keith the kit man for some reason gave me a, a large You'd be pretty tall, though, aren't you? Yeah, but if you look at if you look at all the photos of me in the green kit, it looks like I'm wearing a parachute. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Say so that. Doesn't look like a parachute on me. Is <laughs> <laughs> that an underarm? Yeah, like compression. <laughs> they are they are mad like fussy shirts now. Imagine if you were around and like I was watching an old Premier League years the other day, and um, I think it was 97-98. and there's poor is Michael Owen in that Liverpool shirt, and it's a short sleeve shirt down to there. Three quarter sleeve. Yeah, it's literally you could throw him out of an airplane and he'd float to the the earth because it was so ridiculously baggy. And then we're living in a time now, aren't we, Paul? Where unfortunately everything is tight football shirts. Not in a leather beat. Do you remember that Italy Kappa one, which was oh. literally like? Do, do you yeah. ever remember the, um, the Adidas went through a stage of making tech fit? Yeah, yeah. Fit, and it was like you had to peel it off. You were like, it was like I've. I th- I bought one once. I thought it was a compression top from the Adidas shop in Cheshire Oaks, but like it was an actual shirt for them. Who was he? It might have been Corinthians or someone. It, and I was like, how was that? How are we supposed to play in this? Yeah. Feels like a what a cycling shirt. It was ridiculous. I took it back. I went, I'm not having it. 
Yeah, it. someone. I, I remember when it came out and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, it's to um, it's to stop the other team trying to like, be able to oh, grab your shirt." So I was, but then I was like, "You need to be able to fucking breathe when you wear it at the yeah, same time." You look like um, it was the the only gay in the village on the uh, Little Britain. Oh, Little Britain, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like skin tight, red top. <laughs> Is Jake joining us, Paul? Is he supposed to be joining us, isn't he? Yeah, he did say. He's on the move. He's driving or something, so... No excuse, though, yeah. is it, really? I mean, do you want to start, or should we, are we going to wait, yeah, wait yeah, for... Yeah, yeah, get started. He can just join in. We should probably yeah. leave all... That was all good. We've used all the best stuff up now. I think, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll not recording. Yeah, yeah, but I've been... Luckily, Paul, some of us who are professional, like you... See, do you know about you, Ben? Do you see Paul's quiz? The last few... Like last few weeks, you know what? Right? I've, seen, I've seen it go live, and I've seen him slumped on his couch reading it out, <laughs> and I'm like, that looks, that looks not for me. All I know is that, like, there's a lot. There's been a lot of complaints, hasn't there, Paul? <laughs> no, there hasn't. I've, well, well, I've been a lot of the complaints come to me first. I've been like rooting the uh, complaints to this. <laughs> the, the, this is Tramia page to me. There's been some pretty. Uh, George, there was a threat on your life yesterday. <laughs> Well, they'd be doing me a favour. I don't know if you know, let me read out his email address. It was j at norwood at outlook.com. <laughs> and he said, Paul Harper. He's, just, he's a bellend. He said, Paul Harper, why were you sacked from Tramier? That was it. Do you hear about that, Ben? That he, he was sacked from Tramier? You heard this story? I, 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 just, I just know one day he weren't there. I remember, <laughs> I, remember I, te- I texted him one day and he was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not in no more. I've left. I was like, oh, no. You were one of the first ones I told. Left under a cloud. You what? I had a conversation with you uh, last game of the season. Who was it against? Like we we were sh- we already qualified for the playoffs. Oh, the, oh. Yeah, yes. and, I, and I didn't know. I didn't know when you were going, and I texted you, and you was like, "Yeah, I've gone already." I was like, "No." Uh, it was the Hartlepool oh, game, was the last game, Paul? Yeah, it was similar like that. I had that. Yeah, because yeah, I remember you saying, oh, yeah, I just need to go and start something new after the texture. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, no, I didn't even know that. Well, he went and, you, you went and tried something new, didn't you? Six months, and then he ended up, he had to do six. He got it, that, what he did for six months, I'm not going to go into details, but he ended up doing six months inside. Um, <laughs> Might as well have been. Yes. Yeah, you know, he got out. He's gone. He's been clean since you can see. But like, he's still have. He's he has withdrawal every still now and again. Stripe it off underneath. Yeah, it. you can see. How many days clean is it now? Three. Nearly a year now. Oh, it's not bad, is it? When are we going to get Norris back on? You, you and him look got on well. Oh no! <laughs> you can ask him. I'm not asking him. I'm not speaking. <laughs> I'll ask him. I'll ask him. Yeah. Me and him, me and him, got on like a house on fire, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I, I missed the barbar night, you know. Oh, god! It, don't get me started, mate. It's like when was the last time you were in on? Was it your bit? Your birthday was it? Wasn't it? I think it was. I think it was. You were in with, yeah. with the missus, your brother. Your yeah. brother, your brother's in worryingly yeah. often. You are. <laughs> your brother's in worryingly often. Ah, uh, yeah. He's uh, actually he might not be in worryingly often anymore because he's got a beard now. <laughs> Under the thumb, yeah. So he's, he's he. Uh, oh no, actually he will be because no. So his, his girlfriend was eighteen the other week, so they can go out together now. Oh, so it's even worse. They'll be out. Oh. <laughs> and they'll just be having murder. Is he still? They'll be, ha- they'll be he... having a romantic night out, listening to all the heavy beats and <laughs> bar bar. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> getting CO two gunned in the face. 
Yeah, in the photo booth in the corner. That's God, right? You should see what that. Right, my advice: never go in there. It needs exactly. to be di- disinfected every night. I've seen some sites walking past that photo booth to come and see you. Oh, it's a shady corner, that isn't it. You've got yeah. the you've got the um, ultraviolet angel wings that everyone stands yes. by, and then yeah, stay clear of it, Paul. Oh, you're barred anyway, aren't you? Yeah, I'm barred from most places, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, quite rightly so. I right. I'll tell Paul. Do you remember your birthday when I was doing that summer? Yeah, I was doing that summer. And, <laughs> I was doing summer of twenty seventeen when Med wasn't on. But like the cool room and Burke and Ed were like, "Would you mind coming down and doing like eight dates over the summer, like July and August?" And I was like, "I can do." I think I ended up doing eight. I was doing Creamfields, so I, was like, I couldn't do that. So I ended up doing them. One of them fell on Paul's birthday, and from what I know, did you go straight out after tra- after work? Like you, Jake, Matty Durham, all the shop staff. Yeah. So, so when I see, I get to cool room. My got postponed because of the, it was pissing down with rain. <laughs> so you went out on the ale. So we went out and just got absolutely wanked. I've never seen Paul Bladdard ever except this one time. And he was an absolute disgrace. <laughs> I could imagine him. As, in fact, I, I'm saying I can imagine, but I can't at the same time of what you'd be like. Go on, tell him. Do you know what? Do you know what he's like? And I, I'm not. Do you know in that episode of The Office where David Brent's in the club and he's bladded? Yeah. That's what Paul was like. <laughs> do, you know what you, do you know what you kept doing, Paul? You kept like trying to put your hand on the DJ booth to like um, like prop yourself up, but missing and leaning really close to like the decks. And I was, it was one of them where it happens all the time to me. And I'm like, you know, you go in, how close, is, how close can I let them, even though it's me mate, how close can I let them get to... <laughs> falling into the equipment before I go right listen luckily though to be fair Paul you, you didn't stay out much you you knew you were bladded you were like yeah. I am you were like I am fucking bladded here <laughs> you were like I have, I have been drinking since five o'clock I, yeah but Jake I was fine I remember Jake was fine I don't know how because I've seen him bladded a few times let me tell Jake you was working. Jake was working in the beer house and then came out afterwards yes of course that's why when he was doing the beer house but, uh, oh, yeah, Ben, Birkenhead nightlife is something else. In, I fell asleep in the cool rooms. <laughs> so my friends will never forgive me for that. We've all done that one time or another. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Said no one. So are we going to, should we even start this officially? I'm going to leave this, I, this is all recording. I'm going to leave it in. It? Um, oh, great. So we're going to play out that I fell asleep in the club. Yeah. Boss. So we've been recording it. We're about we're about ten minutes in, but um, you have, have to just edit the bits in that are good. Oh, I always edit Paul's good bits out and leave in his bad bits. <laughs> oh, that's that's bad, why he's got such a. T- um, what's the opposite of a fan club? <laughs> hate hate club. Yeah, the hate club. H eight hate club. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get the t-shirts made. That's it. That's quite snazzy. We're, um, we're here. We've been joined Friday night um, on Skype. This is Tramia Podcast, at This is Tramia, at Matt Hibbert here, at Paul Harper 82 uh, at Jake Keogh is going to join us when he's finished driving his van by um, ex-Tramia alumni, um, now at Macclesfield, now like most of us, do, do not know what to do with our days, Mr. Ben Tollett is joining us. Hello. <laughs> it's... Um, the first thing I, I want to ask is what 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 does your day consist of now for a professional footballer who's have you been uh, fa- have you been furloughed officially by by the club or not, no not yet um, so 
technically because we haven't been furloughed, we've still got to follow what the fitness coach is saying. Yeah. So it's basically wake up. Um, me and my girlfriend are doing like taking turns of doing night feeds now with the baby. Of course, if he wakes yeah. up, but he, he's uh, he's sleeping through now, which is quite good. So night feeds don't really happen anymore. So it'll be just be like whenever he wakes up, like what seven half seven, get up, sort him out. About half nine, I'll go on my daily run or whatever it is that I've been set to do, and then we've got a, a, a video call with the with the fitness coach at normally eleven o'clock, and then from there, after the two sessions are done. <laughs> just trying to see yourself through till the next day. Just trying not to die, die of boredom. It's that's what it, we're at the stage. It's refreshing, isn't it, to know that? Excuse me, I am brute. Um, that professional footballers are, are still going the same as all us. Like almost, what do I do with my time? Like what do yeah. you, like what say? So what do you do? I mean, like you say, you've got a newborn, so that's probably you know takes up some of your time. Yeah, but when, he's, when he's not napping. Like uh, he has the life of Riley and he falls asleep about two times in the day and then sleeps about 12 hours at night I don't know <sighs> how he does it but um, I've took part in the past three weeks I'd say in about 96 quizzes yeah. um, not by Paul Harper I hope I've <laughs> been playing no no not Paul's quizzes <laughs> not Paul's <laughs> no, definitely, definitely not Paul's definitely not Paul's quizzes um, but like yeah just I've been I downloaded Zynga Poker, been smashing the virtual poker. <laughs> um, I'm nearly on a billion chips already. I'm absolutely killing it. Um, I don't know what else really. Do you pl- you've got a PlayStation or anything? Oh yeah, been playing loads of Fortnite. Oh, see, that, right. People keep telling me to get that. I've never liked them first-person shooters. I've got fucking everybody's golf. Yeah. Everyone needs to get that. It's so good. Just a nice game of golf. And then you can go no. online and play against no. other people. Do you know what they need to bring back? What? Remember the Tiger Woods golf game? Like, oh, yeah, the, like PG, the EA Sports one. Did he not yeah. do that anymore? No, I don't think so. If he did, I would buy it. Nice in it, a game of golf. Do you reckon they're going to bring golf back? That's going to be one of the first sports back, do you reckon? Obviously, no crowd. But do you say, yeah. you know, you, you can do golf, can't you, without... I suppose the... What, one... One like hits it, don't you? And then you walk like 290 yards apart. Yeah, it's just a caddy. That's it, isn't it? Distance and then that, can you? No. So, so it's um, it's hard, isn't it? Like it, it's it's tough times for everyone, and like it's not not nice. But knowing that, you, I mean, do you think do you think the, the top players, so like your Premier League players, your Harry Kane, your um, Jordan Anderson's top players? I know some people are going to go Jordan Anderson. What you're saying, but. You know what I mean? Listen, listen. Yeah, he's a top player. Yeah, let's not get into that. He's the captain of my club. Let's not get into that. So, you, you, your top Premier League players, do you think they they'll obviously have the same thing? They'll probably have a fitness coach thing like once a day. But do you think they're doing the same? A lot of them probably have big home gyms and stuff, don't they? But do you think it's the same where they'll just be told just do what you can to keep your fitness levels up? Once a day, we'll we'll check in on you. Yeah, and that's it. Only, yeah, I think there's only so much you can do, really, isn't that I mean? At, the, at their level, they're going to have a swimming pool, a gym. Yeah, probably a footy pitch and it, or like a five-a-side pitch or something. Five-a-side pitch in the back garden or something. But, um, yeah, I, I suppose t- to a, an extent, there's only so much you can do. Like you can't, can't, well, you can go out your front door, but not for many things, can you really? So no. I suppose they can only do what they've got at home, but they've probably got a lot more than what I've got at home, tell you that. Yeah, that, that's the thing, isn't it, where, where like you've seen... 
like these celebrities like moaning going oh Oh, it's so boring what to do and you go you literally live in like an eight bedroom mansion with your own gym like just think I'm lucky here. Like you, you, you've got a garden haven't you yours yeah you live in like some nice new Paul you, you're in an apartment so you haven't got a garden have you got communal grounds you, you can use no no but then it's only a short walk isn't it it's like the Arno if you want to get some fresh air at least yeah, yeah, yeah. and like we've got we've got like a nice balcony on the first floor of our little house and like we've like so we're near to stuff and um but it's just like what like what what do we do to kill it's it yeah. sounds sad doesn't it that suddenly everyone I, I don't know i don't know if it was if it was true or not or you know when you're just scrolling through twitter and you see something that catches your eye and you're like is that true i, th- I swear james corden said something like um like the need to do more for the for the higher celebrities because it, it gets like that, like dead anxious that they're not being thingied anymore and I was looking at it and I was scrolling through the comments like you said there people are saying you live in LA in a house yeah a in, in a gated community shut up yeah like with all due respect to someone like him I, I hate him anyway but like this is not a hardship for them like not being on TV and not having constant adulation like just like, when was the last time he probably even went to shop? Does he, if you asked him, I wasn't this, ask a celebrity, how much is a loaf of bread? How much is a pint of milk? And if they can't answer, then they've just lost touch of reality. Paul, how much is a loaf of bread? About oh, 80p. Look at him. He's got no idea. He's out of touch with the common man. Too busy. Uh, 80p, way, you're buying your bread, mate. Hang on, hang on. The big question is, though, the big question is, what bread do you buy? Go on, Paul. Yeah, Sainsbury's toasty loaf. Oh, no, you've got to go Orange Warburton's. Oh, the su- that like super toasty. It's expensive. That, oh, that's in like the paper packaging, isn't it? That. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. I nice. I try to just Back stick to. Ho- I like wholemeal though. I'm a wholemeal guy. Or or fifty fifty King's Milk. Fifty nice. fifty. That I think I've got some of that upstairs. That's a fifty fifty. That's if there's if there's not in there. That's the same room. Yeah, that's always thick. Got to be thick though. I don't like medium sliced. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Someone someone tries to give me some medium sliced. Get the hell out of here, is what I say to him. <laughs> Remember Paul Harper tried to give me a, a, a ham sandwich once, medium sliced? Threw it straight back at your face, didn't it, Paul? <laughs> I said, Paul, you've, you've, you should be ashamed of yourself. You've insulted me with this bread. I don't know what the... I think it was um, cheap spread as well. It wasn't even proper clover or batoli. <laughs> batoli. I was well within my rights to throw it back at you, but I not put... <laughs> oh, the finest Italian. A bit of olive oil in there. Did we have any? Paul, I've like kept up with it today. I've been like trying not to like die of my knees. I'm looking at buying an exercise bike now from Argos. You get one that folds oh, up. Yeah, hundred quid is cheap, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to give me one for free, I'll I'll take it. Um, but did do you? Have, there's some loads of questions, wasn't it, coming in on the Twitter feed? Yeah, I've had a few questions. Yeah? What, the ones for me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've seen some of them. Some of them look a little bit... Um, Risk, eh? Tasty. Yeah. Tasty, yeah. Yeah, some of them... Um, I don't mind. Yeah. I fly through them all. I'll try and answer them as best I can. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll select some of them, let's say. Yeah, uh, just, just pick any. I'm not really too fussed. I'll, I'll start with one of mine. Then. Yeah, one. here's one. Oh, interrupt me. Why don't you, Paul? Sorry. Did oh, the arrogance of the, the game through the injury, and do you have any regrets about your time at Tramia? I 
I never ever would fall out of love with footy. It's like it's like my little baby. It's like uh, I I don't think I could live without it to be honest. Um, Even if you weren't a footballer, you'd be playing football, wouldn't you? If I weren't a footballer, I'd probably be paying subs to play Saturday league, Sunday league. Yeah. That, that's that's what I'd do. Um, so no, I, I wouldn't say I fell out of love with it at all. I don't think I ever could. I think if you're a footballer personally, just from my own point of view, I think if you're a footballer, you should you know you should love footy that much that you you would never fall out of love with it. But um, any regrets? Probably getting to Wembley three years on the spin <laughs> and not being able to play in. Any oh, single one of them. I've never thought of that. You know, that's horrendous, isn't it? But as a kid, all I wanted to do was play at Wembley and Anfield. Anfield, you can kind of... that That's so rare. But every club has a chance to get to Wembley. Not every club has a chance to get to Anfield. Yeah. So I was like... Three years on the spin. After, mm. I mean, after the second one. It was nice because we, we went up, obviously. Yeah. But, like, you know, like going to the ground, it was like, oh, I'm missing this again. And then the third one was even worse because it was like I weren't even injured for that one. Do you know what I mean? Were you, were you with the squad for that one? No, I had to make my own way down. Oh, for what? every for every single one of them as well. I weren't like we, like we weren't we weren't allowed to go with the team or anything. Just had to make my own way down. So, um, but that was like there was me a few a few others had to do that as well at some point. So. Um, well, at least all of us reasons, like so. The first year, at least like half the squad seems to be injured, so there's probably a right squad of you going down, wasn't there? There was like you, Jay Addis, yeah, that's, that's, James yeah, Wallace. Yeah, uh, it's didn't go up. The, the, the injuries we had that year, the first year, when we got 95 points, and then it was just one after another. I think your, yours, was, in fe- was it February? Boring wood. It was like up until that. that you, so I'm not saying it was your fault, but <laughs> listen, the amount of people that have told me it was my fault <laughs> is, is is unbelievable. Don't be It's weird though, because like looking back at it now, it was horrible that day at Wembley, losing to Father's Green. But if you'd have said to me before that game, right, you're going to lose this game three one. But here's the next two years of what's going to happen. Do you want to carry on as this? You can either win today, and I can't guarantee what's going to happen, or you can take this deal. You'd, honestly, them last two years, I've got massive big photo of Noor's goal there with me on it. I've got Connor's goal up there on the big thing. It's ridiculous. Like it's yeah. As, as fans, it's like the best, like the best thing that might have happened, really. But well, obviously for Dan, it's well, like I'll say this, Paul. Right? Being a Wembley three times as a as a, as That's a fan. They left me only regrets, really. Um, oh yeah, I probably do have another one as well, but um, bit touch and go. But probably, I'll just say it. Uh, so after after my ACL, my first game back, I think we're like 18th in the table. Late in Orient home, it was live on BT late, Sports. Late in Orient at home. So the day before the game, we're like, we're all going right. We need to win this. Mickey pulls the physio aside and goes, "Listen, Ben's not had any behind closed doors games. He's not." He's, he's been training full contact for two weeks after being out for eight months. Um, and either I'm going to start him. So I'm I'm like, taking hell. But like, obviously, so naive and just because I've been out for so you long. You just want to like, play? I was like, oh my God, I want, I want to play. Like, I've been out for so long, let me play. Had you ever had an injury like that before, ever? So, like. I'd, I've never had an, like, an injury. I've had, three, I've had three injuries in my life, all on my knee. I've never pulled a muscle, ever. I've, I've never, I've never missed a day of training apart from me three injuries. So I was like, 
eight months out, I was like, what, he wants me to play? Yeah, go ahead, I'll play, I'll play. Whereas, looking back now, I probably should have went, put me on for the last 20, half an hour. Put me on the bench, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I'd say they're probably me two, two regrets. The three Wembley trips and then probably being a bit naive and a bit young, probably. And just to, eager, weren't you? Just over-eager to get back on the pitch? Yeah, I probably should have... I probably should have said no, but also, deep down, I think they probably should have known better to not... Well, like you said... The, the pressure was so... Yeah, it's because so we were in that in. position, at like 17th, 18th, whatever we were, that it was like, right, we need our best players back. And it was... Did, was that... Right, that injury, was it the same knee or the, or the other knee? Right, all the injuries have been on the same knee, but they've all been different things yes. in the knee. It's mad. Like, I've done, I done the ACL in the first one, that was me out for eight months. Then I come back and my first game... Ironically enough, this is. I think I went past Jake Caprice, and yeah, I think his. I think his stud clipped me knee, and my kneecap just cracked. Oh. So just, then just I was out for another four. So I was out for another four months. Completely innocuous, just yeah. Like it, was, it was a complete accident. Like obviously it's not Jake's fault. It is, but it's not. He lives. Um, mate, he literally lives two minutes up the road from me, and I know exactly where it is. I can knock knock around now and sort it out. <laughs> Yeah, go. He literally say, lives go, up the road. Go, <laughs> go, yeah, just say, Ben said it's not your fault, but it is. Yeah, bang. Um, no, he's a good lad, Jake, I like Jake. Um, but, yeah, and then I was out for four months with that, and then I came back, and fair enough to them, they gave me, like, one game behind closed doors and then put me back in the team. So they'd sort of learnt, but they only gave me one game. Um, and then I, I think I had about six or seven games, and then someone from Aldershot decided to just, like, volley me in the side of the leg for no reason when I flipped it around them and uh, I was that, out for another eight weeks yeah that was when we were on that good run weren't it we'd just beaten Chester yeah uh, it was Aldershot yeah. it was, was it Lionel Cole came on for you didn't he I think in that game and he ended up setting up the opener with that yeah. lovely through ball and it was yeah, just yeah. like it, it felt like obviously you were in just incredible form the first time we had you and then every t- like, obviously you came back got injured in the first half hour but that second time he came back you were just starting to get that yeah well like, that confidence it. back exactly like, I had mad so after the second time I'd come back I'd had 40 minutes football in a year no pre-season one warm-up game and people were like ah oh, it's alright then I'll come back and be the same player he was well hang on would you be the same person you was if you hadn't if you'd played forty minutes of football in a year? It's uh, the, people's expectations were just. Do you know what I mean? So it was like. Yeah. Oh. But then, like you say, I'd literally just started getting back into it. Like I, I remember, I think I was, I'd started like four games on the spin. I think it was. So I was getting me placed back, and I was. I was starting to like. I was using them four games as like me sort of pre-season to build up towards like the April. May kind of spin yeah, season. The Easter running, basically, wasn't it? Yeah. So I was like, this could be like my little pre-season building into what I need. And then literally just got into the end. What was what was that final injury? That one in Aldershot game was just... Oh, that was that was a, a different ligament in your knee. That's like, if you want to do a ligament in your knee, that's probably the best one to do because it heals the best and the quickest. That's, do you know what? I think that's what I've done in mine because like it feels all right now. Like, hyperextension... Can it's you mad, get... like, if I'd, have, if I'd have done that 
if I'd have done my last injury first, I'd have been fit and probably had games in hand for the playoff final against Forest Green, but just didn't work out that way. Yeah, but were you, like, the second year? That happened in March, I think it was March, wasn't it? You got injured. Yeah, it would well, have been, because like, it was just after the Chester game, and that was March. Or was it April? April. Late same, March. It was the same day. Same day as the Grand National in 2018. 18. Yeah. Yeah, because so, I, I come off injured, and me, I think my mum was sat watching it, texted text me bird who was at the National getting bladdered, <laughs> and went to uh, Ben's injured again. And I wrecked the National Day because she started crying. She she missed the National um, <laughs> and then didn't go out in the night with a mate, so I, was, I felt that bad. That's so, how I remember the day. And I bet, I bet you, you, got it in the, you got it in the air as well because it's your yeah, fault there, you I got there, injured. I was, I was there in the knee brace saying, listen, I can't move. You might as well go out yeah. and have a good time. And she was like, I can't, I can't. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. If it was the other way around, I'd be out with the lads. That's what you should yeah, have said. That would have gone listen, down I well, wouldn't like, it? <laughs> I felt like going out because I was that annoyed with all like the past year. One thing I remember, right, is I don't remember at the time because I was too busy, like not trying not to die at the full time whistle at Wembley when we went be boring. But looking back at the coverage for a man who was injured at the time with knee injury, you were pretty sharp onto that pitch, weren't you? Up to the fans at full time, right? Okay, okay. So, so there's a story behind this. So, <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd had my operation, and I think I'd had my... Yeah, I had. I'd had my operation, and I weren't allowed to run for two weeks. And it was the 13th day, so I was a day short, I think. So anyway, we, when, when we went up, I like there was a steward in front of me at the barrier, stood next, I was sat next to the dugout. I weren't allowed by the dugout. Oh, you were like where Rides was sitting after you got yeah. sent off? Yeah, it's like you, right. Elliot Rocker, uh, yeah. J- well, anyway, Jack Dunn. I beat all them in a race because the <laughs> steward was in the way and I said to him, listen, mate, get out the way. And we all just hopped over, flew on. And I'm like, I'm doing a half limp, half sprint. <laughs> and I'm like jumping past everyone and I'm like, get in there. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go here, but I've still got my knee brace on at the same Did time. Did you have your knee brace on under your jeans? Under me, I think I had like a, a slim... It was like, um, you can get like different knee braces that like one goes from like your ankle all the way to your hip and you can get all different ones. And I had something come, like protecting my knee under my jeans and I was like, I, I felt so quick. <laughs> but I shouldn't have been doing it, do you know what I mean? Does footage like... I, I, after, after it, it was one of them where like, in the moment you're like, oh my God, run. But then when I got back into the changes and it all calmed down a little bit, I was sat there and I genuinely, honest to God, no, nowhere to lie, I went, I ran there and I shouldn't have. So I walked, I walked over to the doctor and I went, Doctor, can you just check my knee there for me? I whipped my jeans off and everything. And he was there testing my knee on the bed. And he was like, I think you're okay. I was like, oh, nice one. Whilst everyone else is sinking champagne. Everyone else is, everyone else is like spraying stuff, like down and drinks and all stuff like that. And I'm there on a physio bed going, I hope you that was um, that was a crazy day. Like, did, did you end up going out? There? I mean, we all remember the main story from that. Days, Larnell Cole waking up, yeah, in on, some random guy's house, and just some random house in Birkenhead because he f- he c- fell asleep in the cool room, and the guy yeah, had to carry yeah. carried him home. Like he's, yeah. I think he's now got the freedom of Birkenhead for that. I remember seeing yeah. I I saw you in the tent after on the Sunday, and you were there. I think you were sat there. It was you, Mitch Duggan, and I forget who else, but like you were all very much just going. 
Fucking hell. Yeah. And you you use it like be at the tent. We had to be at the tent at like a decent time, though, didn't we? Like it weren't like in the after like late in the afternoon. No, I think it was one o'clock at the ground. So you, like, you all went it. you all went yeah, so the Riverdale, I didn't you? In. What? Did you all go to Riverdale, like the the hotel, didn't you? That was where yeah, so we all had to meet. At, that was it. We had to meet at the Riverhill early, so then we could all make our way to the ground. So anyway, like <laughs> that night, that night we all ended up going back to, after the game. We went back to the ground. We had to drink in like one of the bars. Or something yeah, the all those cra- yeah, create some of that flare off. I remember. Yeah, I think it was and Andy then, Mangan. <laughs> and then um, we went from there to a a, a bar in the Whittle. Yeah, God the beach. Knows. It was the beach. The, the beach. The beach in Birkenhead. Yeah, that, rings, that rings a bell. Yeah. And then um, I got in. I, I No word for lie. I got in and my girlfriend was getting up for work. <laughs> right? So we literally crossed paths. It was like, I, I, yeah, so we crossed paths anyway. And then I had a few hours sleep, woke up and just went back to the river. It was just... It was a, that was a long week, that, you know, for me. Do you And then, of course, I saw you like in um, the town hall as well. Yeah. On the Wednesday. Fucking hell. Yeah. And you, you went to me, you were like, have you had a photo with the trophy yet? I went, what? You were like, it's over there. And I was like, are you messing? You were like, look, I'll go and get it. Trophy was just on, it was a free bar yeah. as well. Paul, yeah. a free bar. Let yeah, me tell I you. That. I was like, do you want the trophy? I was, do I want to get, and I was like, there's a, right, there's a story about that, by the way. So I was there, my family and a few of my friends. Because someone we know, I don't know, the story is basically we got him. Probably shouldn't have been there. Free bar. So my my family going free bar. Yes, please. And so it was there. Me mum, me auntie, and a couple of my mates. And me auntie's got a phone. It's like an Android phone. And to take a photo, you have to press. Do you know, like the iPhone? You just press. Excuse me. The button on the phone, like at the bottom. Yeah. Me auntie's phone. You have to actually press the button. There was an actual physical button. And so she gave the photo. Fo- she held the trophy, and she was getting photos with everyone. Mickey, you. You know, Cookie, Nose, Jay yes. Addis, Mark Palios. And my mum's taking them, taking the photos. But she wasn't. She was pressing the screen because on her phone, you press the screen. Next day, my auntie's like, where's all my photos? My mum's like, oh, I took them all. No, she didn't. She was just pressing the screen. So it was just zooming in. And the zoom just in, zoom the zoom in Aww. made like a little motion. So she thought that I took the photo. So she's got no photos of her, nothing. Well, my mum's got all hers. I had... Like photos of the trophy. Oh God, it was what a week that was. Do you know what? Like look back in years to come. I know, you, and you're a professional footballer, Ben. So like, I mean, did you get a did you get a medal last year? Did you? No. You got no. Did you get no. one? The conference you, you got, I one, got one. You? I got one for I got one for getting out of the national league. Um, but like, I, I didn't get one for the for league two. No. How many appearances you made? A few. Like, yeah. Uh, listen. I, this was uh, this will probably be covered as well in one of your other questions that you've all been sent in. But if I'll save this for for one of the other questions because it'll be more relevant. Paul, any more? Go on. You, what, what? Uh, right, next one. I've got. Uh, you Come seem on, to have Paul, a real you... affection. You seem to have a real affection for the club when playing. Do you still look out for Tranmere's results? Yes. Um, um, what's your favourite Simpsons episode? That's Martin Darby. <laughs> Right, don't shout at me. I've never watched The Simpsons only oh. seen the movie. <laughs> I've only ever seen the movie. I've have never you, seen an episode. Well, maybe good. Have you got Disney Plus? Yeah, well, I, I've got... Is it on Sky? I've got Sky. No, no, it's like it's like a Netflix thing, Disney Plus now, where it's got, like, all... It's their own thing. It's got all, all like, 30 series of The Simpsons, all the Disney films, 
It's worth no, getting. Five ninety nine a month. Uh, if, if you're interested, people get in touch. Disney Plus, there. It's a free plug for them. Just <laughs> a little plug there. Hey, all the, lads, all the lads at Disney there, get in touch if you want us to do some uh, more official stuff. But it's worth, like, Simpsons, I'll tell you, Simpsons season three to, like, eight is some of the greatest TV you'll ever watch. It's unreal. After that, stop, because it, it goes. It's still good, like, but season three to see season eight is just, like, I, I could probably quote every single word of every episode. That's how sad I am. Yeah, no, um, I've never never seen the episode. Like I said, I've only seen the movie, but yeah, I do, I do look out for results. I look out for everyone who I've played for or if I know someone who plays for that team. Yeah. After looking for Liverpool's results, you, like, you know, everyone else is like, yeah. who I look for next. So, yeah. Yeah, there's one. Um, when when Mickey Mellon took over, obviously you were on loan, weren't you, at the time? What, yeah. Did, did you feel the mood, like, visibly change when Mickey took over? Um, yeah, like, because when I signed, Paul Carden was in charge, weren't he? And um, I think he was just, like, kind of stepping in for the manager previously. Yeah. He was temp, yeah. wasn't he a temp? Yeah, and um, I just, I remember I was, I was at Portoff, I turned up for training on a Monday, and Paul Cook looked at me and was like, have you not been told? I was like, no, he was like, I think Trammy want to have a look at you. Um, if you want to go up there and have a look. So I was like, well, yeah, go on then. So turned up for training for Tramier on the Tuesday. We had like an 11 v 11. And uh, Paul Carden was like, yeah, you know, just want to have a little a look at you to see um, to see if you like, if we like you kind of thing, like maybe take it on loan. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, no problem. We had like an 11 v 11 for an hour. We won one nil. I scored the goal past Scotty Davis. I remember it. Like, I got up near to the box and I could see him creeping, thinking I was going to go one way. And I shot the other end. Anyway, went in. Um, but after shot that, from distance. Like, what? Shot from distance. That's what the fans are always slating for. But go on. Oh, no. That's, uh, people need to stop slating them. I don't get it. Like, if, it, it like, I've never... I mean, I probably see it from a different view because I'm a footballer, but like, you're not going to help someone if you if you actually want if you if if, if Scott's Scott's like champions number one goalie any right so nobody's really going to be playing other than him so encourage him because you've got no one else to you know what I mean so, anyway yeah off topic off topic little heartfelt message there but <laughs> um, yeah you just uh, sorry got a message um, yeah so Paul Carmen's like oh, no, you know, we've done well there. We'll have yet. So it was all a bit like up in the air. Like not really, not many people knew kind of what was going on and stuff like that. But when Mickey took took over, it it all seemed a bit more proper. Like he brought in analysts and Jacko, and once he had all his own staff in and stuff, it was you yeah. could tell it was a little bit more more different. Even though I was I was still only on loan, but yeah, you could tell it was a little bit different to when Paul Carden was manager. I suppose was your debut the Wrexham game? Or am I getting that mixed up? No, no my, my debut, do you not my, remember? Like one of your first touches, you hit the crossbar. Uh, that's Dougie, get off the idiots. bloody mixer, you bloody idiot! And Katz just jumped up. Um, that I wanted. That's what I was going to speak about. He went on a run, and it like the the angle with like a thunderbolt of a strike. Yeah, no, I think that was me. Uh, game was that? I think that might have been my third game. Yeah, that was the re- you started the Wrexham game, didn't you? I think that was yeah, your first I start. What it, I think what it was was. Um, I played my first game. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Wogan. The 3-1. Three, yeah, one. Three, one. Um, I, I think it was. I think it might was. have been Wogan at home. Yeah. 
And then we had, I think it was Dagenham away. Yeah, on the tally, drew nil-nil. Ten men, Hickway got sent off. Yeah, Hickey got sent off. And I I was on the bench that game, I didn't even come on. Because Paul Carden said that it would be a tough game and he wanted to be solid and defensive. So, and then I we got be- right. we got beat by Gateshead on a Tuesday night. We had loads of injuries. We had like a yeah. real like no like there was half the team were out injured. Yeah, and then and Mickey I think came I'd in. Come on, I think I come on in that one, and I done well. And then Mickey started me the next game against Wrexham, and then that's where we're up to with that. Yeah, yeah, and that's where things started going well for us, didn't they? From that point on. Yeah, well, personally and obviously as a collective, like yeah, um, that was sort of that game was on TV. So- it helped as well. Like it sort of, you know, from there it started playing well, and you know, we we, we did do well all, all season early. But well, it is one. Like, I, how did the the transfer come about? Because I remember at the time we wanted we were on a three month loan. I think initially wasn't it, and that I was, was going to. I was on a one month loan, like yeah. a twenty eight day loan, and then it got extended till. Uh, I think it got extended till January. And then we signed you in December, didn't we? Yeah, it was it was in December, but like, leading up to it, it was like obviously I was playing pretty much every week. At the time, I was scored a few, and I was playing well myself. And then um, like they were they were saying, "Do you want to stay?" and all that. And I was like, "Well, you know, it's it's a lot closer to home than Portsmouth. Um, I'm playing every week, so why would I not?" Yeah, it was a no brainer. Yeah, so. Um, did you have that, Did you have two it, years left on your contract at Portsmouth? No, just till the end. Just I had just that one year. Oh, so it was going to be out of contract in the summer anyway. Yeah, um, but I think Portsmouth wanted me back. They, they didn't want to let me go, but Chami wanted to sign me, so it was a little bit like in the middle. So I, I had to kind of say. I, I remember that we played York at home, and Paul Cook and Mark Catlin. Paul Cook was the manager. Mark Catlin was like the chief exec at Portsmouth. Um, they came to watch that game because they were playing Accrington. So they were up here. Oh, they were League Two still. That was the year they went up, wasn't it? They won yeah, the yeah. So, so they were so they were up this end anyway for, for their game. So they, they watched ours and like spoke to me afterwards and they were like, Well, we want you back. And I I was I was there and I was like, he's I've got lads on a lot more money than me and I know the politics of football, like you're gonna play them, not me. Yeah. And I was I was twenty two, I think, and I was like Listen, I just want to play every week. So, no offence, but if possible, could I join Samia kind of thing? And then that's where it come about. Well, did we, do you know, was there a theme? It was all a bit, I think it was undisclosed, was it, at the time? Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't know the gospel truth of how much it was, but because I I, I weren't really bothered as long as I got the move so it was probably it'd probably be a nominal fee weren't it? about 20 grand or something like a low a, to, think, a token think, fee I think there was a, a fee plus add-ons and all that so whatever that and like a sell-on clause and all sell that stuff on, sell-on fee which they were probably gutted about when I got injured because that probably would have happened well but, I've spoke to you about this a few times o- o- well off the record but now I suppose it doesn't matter um, do you know event like when you were on that hot run of form when you first yeah. joined that, that was like five Five or six months, wasn't it? It was like September was, through till... I'd um, from, yeah, I'd say from the end of September to injury, which is yeah. end of Feb. And you were just going up and up and up and up. There was interest from some big clubs, wasn't there? Or, uh, there was already clubs sniffing about. From what I did, yeah. 
like yeah. big some big teams involved, wasn't it? Like who were yeah, I'd, asking. I'd heard, yeah, I did. I did a few. Like there was um, there was one team who were in the championship at the time and won it and ended up going into the Premier League. Um, there was one that was solid championship team. Um, you know, there was a few good things there that potentially could have happened, but. That's I just say that's just my my I don't call it sod's law anymore. It's Hollett's law. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the negativity just comes my way, like so. Um, but I'm just you can't change it now, can you? So I'm just trying to rebuild now, and hopefully one day it maybe does happen. You've got to be due, like you've got to be due a bit of luck. The way to look at it is, Tramia. We were just like. But the thing is, though, for tra- for Tramia's side, it weren't even like for me. The, it would have helped Jews. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like you caught it off us. You caught the the Tramia bug of like just yeah, bad I things know, happening. I didn't, know, I didn't know this Tramia bug existed, and then well, I, I caught it. And how long does it last? Because uh, it feels it feels like it's only just leaving me now. Well, you got to look at it. Twenty-seven years. Yeah. <laughs> what? Twenty-seven. 27 it lasted years twenty-seven it years for us. But like, we're a club, so you've got, probably got to condense it. You look at like Nors now, gone to Ipswich. Everyone hates him there now, don't they? It's like, looks like he's caught it. Cookie left us. Everyone, you know, like all these. It just seems to be, you know, we're, we're like. I went to Black, I went to Blackpool. Terry McPhillips liked me. Who was the manager there? Who signed me? Simon Grayson come in. And he hated me, so I think I must still have it because all of a sudden he just didn't want to play well, with it, any wingers. But like, like he got sacked, he signed you. Then the manager was sacked in pre-season. You hadn't even played a friendly, had you? Played one game behind closed doors. I was saying to Paul before, and they sacked him. And played one game behind closed doors, and I played well. And he was like, you know, carry on doing like that. You, you know, you, you, you I'll be playing you this season. Like, you know, you'll be doing doing well. And I was like, oh, but yeah, you know, keep keep me head down, keep going, and just see what happens. Well, anyway, what happened was four days later, he left. <laughs> Simon Grayson comes in and goes, right, lads, we're playing five at the back, no wingers. And I'm like, oh, cheers. Um, and then I think it was it was like, I think it was either like a day or two before the window shut or just after the window shut, he went, yeah, you can go on loan now. I was like, oh, nice one. <laughs> and so, Stop. but then the, the, the point problem with that was that like, that doesn't give you any time to go on loan somewhere, does it? So you did, you ended up back at Wrexham, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, like, I went back to Wrexham, yeah. But that's because but, they can sign players outside of the window, can't they? Because the National yeah. League. Yeah. Because you, you'd done, we should probably point out, you'd, you'd gone there um, the year before when they were doing well. They were like storming it, weren't they? Um, yeah, so this this was another part of me. Like, so I've seen another question, right? So I know where you're going to go with this. <laughs> so, league, so the season going into League 2, I'd just the the preseason. I'd just come back from my third knee injury, so I was like, right, okay, keep me head down, get fit, see what happens. I, that was that was my objective. Was like, no, head down, see what happens. I'm finally having a preseason. Like, yeah. you know, after after two years of not having one, I've finally got one now. So make the most of it, keep fit. So in that preseason, we scored nine goals. I think I set up four or five just by myself. So I was like, I'm, I'm, I must be, I must be getting a chance. I must, I must surely get a chance here. Definitely, I'll be getting a chance. You know what I mean? I think I deserved it. First game of the season comes. I was on the bench. I was like, all right, Sam, no problem. Came on for the last half an hour. I think I got one of their men sent off. Yeah, you skinned them down the left, and then you put the yeah, cross in for to- Nose, Mister. 
I put Nose on a plate for his accident and he decided to clear the, the bar. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the next game, if you know, it's like the final ball was there, so, and I probably could have had two goals. I was in one on one. So I was thinking, I've started this season really, really well yet. And then all of a sudden, Mickey decides to bring in a couple, a, a, another winger who we'd had previously. And I was completely out the picture, like I was never seen again. I was like, hmm, this is a bit weird. The last, the next time I think I was seen was like Man City at home in the in the cup. And yeah. I thought, I'd, done, I'd done well there. And then I weren't seen again, I was hidden away. I just didn't know what was happening. And then the loan to Wrexham come about, I, I, I'd been saying for ages, I was like, listen, can I go on loan? Can I go on loan? And then this, this loan ends up finally coming up. And I was like, you know what, I don't want to fucking show you now because I thought you've pissed me up, pissed me around that much with my first injury playing me too soon. You've not given me a chance since I said I'm going to show you. That was like, not in a horrible way, but that was just like... No, for me, from a, a personal point of view, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to show you now. So my first game, we played Salford at home. Boxing day, wasn't it? Boxing day. Yeah, yeah. Slam one in the top corner. And I was like, right, this is it now. So then from the, from that game, it felt like I was playing how I did for Tramia, you know, before my injury. I had, I, I felt like I was playing that well. And um, then I come back. They didn't they didn't allow me to stay on loan for the rest of the season. Did, did he call me back? I was going to say, did, did, we, did we recall you? Yeah, so they didn't let the loan carry on. I don't know the ins and outs of it, whether like, it wasn't allowed to be or what, but... Yeah, I think it's 93 days max. Is that what it was? So, yeah. so there you go. So, But for some reason, they wouldn't let me stay from the beginning alone to the end of the season. They wanted it to do month to month. So I never understood that. So anyway, they brought me back off my loan and I was not seen again. And, and one of the questions that I got sent in before was like, Mickey said that the, the intensity of the training hit me like a hosepipe in the face. And I was, I was, I genuinely, I was sat in and I was like, are you messing in? I said, I've been playing for three months straight. After these lads training, you've not been playing them. Is it not hitting them in the face? You, I remember you telling me this. You told me this at the time. Because I, 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 I asked you, I said, why aren't, I was like, why aren't you even in the squad? This was, especially, this was when we were going through that terrible run. When, like, yeah, we, and I was like, personally, personally, like, I'd just come back from home and my confidence was sky high. My fitness was brilliant because I've been playing every single week. And I'm a fit lad anyway, naturally. Like Most people will tell you that. And so, But as well, what annoyed me about that comment was like, half the lads in the team in League 2, I think I'd played National League level previously anyway. Yeah, so it weren't, it weren't like I'd all of a sudden he brought in championship players who were used to playing at a higher intensity or whatever. You know what I mean? We were all, we were all similar, yeah. similar players. So I was like, that's such an unfair comment to say, especially in the public when it's not true why, at all. Why do you think he said it? I don't know. Whether it was to try and maybe get a reaction and like maybe get me a bit angry or something and maybe get me playing better. I don't know whether he meant it in that way or not, but it just, I don't know, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, honest, I honestly don't know, but it was so false. I was so annoyed by it. Like, Did you have a did you have a good relationship with him? Like, before, like... I, I did. I, I, and it was weird because, like, like I say, after um, after me three injuries and then when we started in League Two, the first two games we played Stephen away and Cheltenham at home, I think yeah. it was. Um, I thought, you know, I feel I feel good here. Yeah, I've had three knee injuries, but I've had a pre-season and in the two appearances that I've had in League Two so far, I've done well. 
But then for me to not be seen since them two games, it was a little bit strange. And I thought, from there, I thought, you know what, something's not right here between us. And I, I kept it, I, I, there was, you know, I, I got through every day, no arguments, no not. And I didn't, I didn't fall out with them, I didn't anything. I just, I just got on with me, with me, with me career and me time at Tramia. But it was just, from from there to just be completely frozen out, it was just a little bit strange. I remember watching the, um, What's that stupid trophy we had to play in called the Checker Trade? And it was Shrewsbury away. And I had it on iFollow. We got beat 6 0, if you remember. Yes. You, right, you started it, right? And I remember looking at the team. Who was that fella we, we signed on loan? And we signed him for six months, Scouser. He'd been playing in Brazil. What was his name? Uh, Ryan, Ryan. 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 Uh, um, Ryan Williams. Ryan Williams. And like, he was in centre mid. And it was a joke. It was the team we put out for that. I remember looking, I remember saying to me, be- me missus, um, I nearly called her me bird then, I just did, so she'll be fuming, uh, Tash, I was, because like, she was like, I said, Ben's playing, I looked at the rest of the team, and I was like, I knew then, I was like, it was almost like you were being, set up l- to fail, yeah, because it was like, what's, what's he supposed to do in that team, we got, you must have had about three touches first off, you were play- getting played left wing, I was basically playing left-back. Yeah, you, you effectively were, and we just got battered. And it was like, well, well no one's going to look good. Like, you you could have played Norwood out there. He's not going to look good. It was... I just felt I like... Mean, so It, it felt like something turned and... Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. I, I felt like I, I came home, and I said to Grace, my girlfriend, I was like, I need to get out on loan. And then that, from, from that day, it was like, you know, I was wanting to try and get out on loan all the time. But especially that game, it was like, I got dragged off at half-time. And genuinely... Like there was a lot worse of players playing on that pitch than me at half time. You hadn't had a chance, like do you know what I mean? It well, was the first, the first touch I had to put Lionel through one on one with the goalie and the goalie saved. Yeah, it nil nil that was. Exactly. So maybe if that goes in it's a different game. But like I'm there and I'm like he said he says at half time, right, we're making a change and as soon as he said that you I knew. was like, I bet you it's me. <laughs> right? And he brought me off and he kept a lot of the others on and I'm sat there going like genuinely, there's something wrong here because, like, I was not one. Of, I was like, don't get me wrong. I think we were, we were a few goals down at half time. Yeah, I think it was three nil, were it, or something right. like that. So, as as a team, we didn't play great yet, admittedly. But it was a team full of players who hadn't played in weeks. So it was like it was almost just like a put together team. Go out and do what you can. And it was it was so harsh, and not just only me, but everyone else, because it was like. We're basically not being set up to fail, but it was like, yeah, we needed the game. But, you know, it was, it was a bit of an awkward one. But especially that game, I thought there was no way I deserved to be the one that was dragged there. No, not at half time, not a chance. Well, I'll tell you, why don't we raise the spirits a bit? How about it was some of your um, your favourite lads from in oh, the dressing right. room from when yeah. you were there? Yeah, so the, one of the questions I got sent in was something like, I can't remember who sent it in, I can't remember his name, but. It was like, if you could pick one player to play with again, who would it be? I'll tell you right now, Liam Rydell's. Really? Yeah, right. I know I know some people slate him, right? Well, because he, he got sent off after 48 seconds. But <laughs> it gave you the best day of your life. It was all part of the plan. Yeah, it's a good it point. It was all part of the plan, right? Um, but for them, like you say, when I, when I joined and I had like that good six or seven month spell, whatever it was, I've never had a better connection with someone on the pitch behind me at, at, at like as a professional level at fullback than him. 
it was just like we were so in sync with each other. And when he he, he, he injured himself in that final, actually, when he got when he got the red card, <laughs> yeah. and he he done something similar to what I'd done with my knee. Yeah, yeah, um, chipped his kneecap. Yeah, he, he chipped his kneecap, and um, I tried to help him get back from that as much as I could. And I just you know, there's just there's just lots of things like. Like I say, off the on the pitch and on the pitch, I just think he's 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 a good lad, like, and I, I love playing with him. But he's, it, so. he's nearly due a testimonial. Followed followed closely second by yeah. Jeff Hughes. I love Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, he have you heard the story? I, I don't know if you've watched. Um, have you seen Richard Holt, the photographer, has done a documentary, hasn't he? About have you seen, seen it? it? I've, I've seen he's done it, but I've not watched it. Oh, get right. I'm sure he'll send you a code to watch it. Um, Jeff Hughes it's Maka. Jeff Hughes, Nors, Connor Jennings, Scotty Davis are all interviewed on it. And like we'd heard the story about Jeff Hughes, haven't we, from Jake Jake told us, because Mitch Duggan. Do you remember the day after? And like he was supposed to be going home on the ferry, wasn't he? He lived in Fleetwood. And he was yeah. going to be going home to move because he was going back to Lawn. And the club put a tweet out going, has anyone seen a black boot bag that belongs to Jeff Hughes? <laughs> it's got his car keys and his medal in it. He thinks he left it somewhere at the ground. Anyone know where it is? And it turned out Mitch Duggan had seen it. Just he, Jeff Hughes was so bladdered, he'd left it. So Mitch Duggan saw it and put it in his car boot, but didn't tell Jeff Hughes. So oh. Jeff Hughes woke up and was like, fucking hell. So he texted his missus going, I've lost me car keys, I've lost me medal. You're going to have to, like... Um, he paid, didn't he, for a locksmith to change the locks on his, on his door at home in Fleetwood. It was just, like... I mean, it was... That was crazy times, but like Jeff, do you know what Jeff Hughes? I feel like even I'm guilty of it as well, and I like to think that I I see footballers. Do you know what I mean? I've got like quite a high opinion of myself, like most people do. You know, you think I'm better than other football fans. I can spot a footballer, but like until he left, you didn't appreciate how good he was until he wasn't there. Jeff was so so good. Oh, he was such a good footballer. I mean, like I'm I'm very very attacking minded, as you probably know. Um, <laughs> Far from a, I'm far from defensive thinking, and the amount of times that, like, obviously it's not true, but you'd be lying. I'd be lying there in bed last night, and I just hear like this Northern Irish voice <laughs> screaming at me, going, "Get in here, get in here!" And I'd be like, "I'm coming, I'm coming!" Like he used to just pull me around the pitch and just tell me where to be whenever we didn't have the ball, and like it was just, it was just brilliant because I was just like, "I'll just follow him," I'll just, you know, he was, he was so good, and like he'd get the ball and he. would play it wide and you know he, he'd always cover me if like if I'd go on a run you knew he'd slot it'd be very rare that he would make the box or whatever because he, he, he'd knew that you know I could always turn out give him the ball or he'd cover if if I lost the ball or something like that but yeah I think um, Rides and, and, and Jeff are the two that had you know I, I liked playing with them especially what? because they, they were on the left hand side of course yeah so you could cut in, yeah. they'd overlap you. That classic. Well, actually, it was it was if I ever went inside, rides would fly past. <laughs> and if I ever just ran down the line, rides would know. Well one because I don't think he could, but he'd be like, I'll just wait here. And if you want to just turn around and pass me, I'll just put a cross in. It was like yeah, we we just had a good partnership. Who else like on um, a personal level from from the squad? Because it, it's always been said that it was a good dressing room to be a part of. There were some yeah, strong, but, obviously some strong characters. Obviously, Big Mac, yeah. Nors, Scotty Davis. There was some. Mac's a, Mac, Mac is a different one for another reason. Like, obviously, he's nowhere near my department on the pitch, you'd say. But like, 
playing with him, you just like, just, it's just, it's nice. It's just so easy. It's just like, you know, you know, he's going to be there. Um, but like, yeah, off Doesn't matter where you are on the pitch, you'll always hear him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, off the, uh, as, as a couple of lads off the pitch, like, especially in, in the last season when we were in League Two, like, I'd, know, I'd known Johnny Smith before he came. Um, Paddy Wharton, who was like one of the younger goalies. Yeah. He might not have. He, he played in the Shrewsbury game, God bless him. Definitely <laughs> 6-0. It was like, oh, I felt so sorry for him. But um, he went through school with my little brother. Um, so I've known, known him before. Harvey uh, Gilmore was a boy, wasn't he? Harvey, yeah. <laughs> Harvey, Harvey and Manny lived literally like, well, five minutes from my house. So I used to drive in with them every day. So Manny and Harvey. What a car there. that must have been every morning. I, there was no, like, I, I don't think Manny ever sat in the back. <laughs> there was no way he could have got in the back of any car. He's just, like, massive. He's, he's, an, he's like a character, isn't he, Manny? Like, Manny's so quiet, but he's funny, you know. Is he got like a dry sense? Of, is he one of them? But when he pipes up, it's worth hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. In fact, we had our boss at like so in in the in the training ground. The, the changing rooms aren't like massive, so there's like there's, we've got two change. Well, I don't know if they still do now because I'm not there. But when I was there, they had two changing rooms. Um, so in our changing room, we had like a we had like, we, had, we had a funny changing room. It was, <laughs> it, was, it, it was good. Manny was in there. Jay, Johnny Smith. Um, Chris Dagnall, um, oh, yeah. Paddy, Paddy Wharton, uh, Larnell when he was there. There's another character. Yeah, it was. It was like it was just a good change. I mean, Larnell's funny as well, you know. He's like <laughs> he's so laid back and not bothered that it's so funny. If you know what I mean, like whenever he talks, you just don't expect it, and you're like, oh my god, that was hilarious. I remember Noz told us a story on the podcast about Larnell that like he was talking to all yous about buying a house. And, oh, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and he was, you were all like, how much is it going for? And he was like, yeah, it's 200 grand. And you were like, what are you going to offer? He was like, going to offer 220. And you were like, what? No, no, I think, no, yeah, it was, I think the house that he, it was like, I don't think it was his house that he was. It was like an investment it property. To, it was trying to get another house to like, you know, it's like an investment kind yeah. of thing. And um, I think the house value was 120. And he offered one too far, <laughs> and we were all like, "Lionel, why have you why have you offered five grand more than what it's up for sale for?" And he was like, "Cause I want it." Yeah. Oh, and the estate agent said other people want it too. Yeah, and I was like, "That's his job." Yeah, he's going to say that. I was like, "If you just ask, if you just if you wanted it that bad, just give them the asking price." Yeah. Not go over the asking price. Imagine that. Bad. Imagine that estate agent that night going home. Or go in the pub with his mates going, you won't believe the guy I had today. Yeah. He's he, just, he, he's just sailing over me. Just a pigeon walking around, cooing, going, and you just, like, <laughs> <laughs> imagine, especially like they say, a football dressing room is like such a ruthless place. And in walks Larnell Cole. But That's, then, he, obviously, when the story, like, the story was folding our changing rooms, and then when it worked its way around to the other changing room and, the, and like around the staff and stuff, when we, when we were having like food or something, it was like, yeah, everyone everyone made a deal of it, but it was like we couldn't really rip into him that much because it was such like you, it was like more disbelief, and you thought you can't rip into him for this because it'll just like he doesn't understand what we're ripping into him for. It, yeah, he doesn't understand, and it's just like I, I don't even think 
because he doesn't understand, there's no point in us wasting our breath. It was just like, Lan, Lan, that's just like, you don't need to do it, it's funny and all that. But it was just, uh, honestly, that when he told us that, I was like, what are you doing? Well, funny, because it turns out, ironically enough, that that house that he bought was actually the one that he ended up staying the night in after the cool room, so all's well that ends well. There you go. He knew what he was doing. He he paid that extra five grand and it paid off. It gave him a a night in a bed and a roof over his head. Yeah, it was worth it then. Go on, Paul. I can see you, like, lining up the tweets here. I'm just checking that I've got some ready. Um, Paul Harper is a rat. That's one I've got. Teddy Blue says, can you pass on thanks for his time with Tramia? He's a player that always got us off our seat. My dad loved seeing him play uh, with a club with a club with a tradition of exciting wingers and Ben fitted right in. So that's just a Thank nice you, comment for him, isn't it? Yeah. Here's, here's one. Nice, Thank you. Paul Burroughs says, have you grown up yet and started to wear proper socks? Right, so, <laughs> right. Can I, can I put this one to bed? Right, right. this is Ben Tollett having a say right now live here we go you ever heard of invisible socks I haven't but I'm interested right so they're like basically ankle socks but they don't get seen they, they fit ah, right. around right yeah I'm wearing them right now I know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, yeah. socks yeah. No, but they're but even like, more, they haven't got like a top on, have they? They only go to yeah, like, they cover yeah. your toes, just don't they? The... Thank you, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I, had, I remember this conversation with Philip. <laughs> so I, 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 had, I had them socks on, and he went, any chance you're wearing socks or something like that? And I, I was like, you know, when like, I, I thought that these socks were, ve- were like very normal. And I was thinking, I was, remember when he said it, I was looking at it, and I was like, in my head, it was like the Matrix, it was going so slow. <laughs> but like, I was thinking like, I have got socks on, but what are you on about? Do you know what I mean? And I was like, they're invisible socks. And he was like, I don't even know what they are. But anyway, it was like, to be fair, it was December. I probably shouldn't have had them on. Oh, suicidal? um, But it was one of them where, like, you know, when you wear some, like, I think I had, like, my knife pants on. You know, like, gym pants? Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't have looked, it would have looked a bit weird if I had, like, full-length socks on when... Argyle socks with your trackies tucked in. That's mean. If I'd have had if I'd have had socks on, it would have looked like my pants had had an argument with my trainers and there was like a big... Like, well, like, yeah. A, a, a lot of sock would have been on show, do you know what See, I mean? See, I've got, like, leggings on, Adidas leggings, and a pair of flying it racers. I mean, shoelaces undone. And look. There's the invisible sock. Yeah, see? that That's what I'm saying. So, like, if I'd have had, yeah, well. if I'd have had normal socks on, it would have looked like there was too much sock on show, so I had to go for the invisible sock. Yeah. It's like a holiday. I'm sure, like, I'm sure people can relate to this. It's normally, the first time I bought them was, it was only, they've only been available for a few years, though. Like, you usually, they're at the till in, like, H&M, aren't they? Like, the, yeah. as you're in the till, in the queue, there's, like, a big section of, like, invisible socks and trainer yeah. socks. I got, listen to this, bargain. Go I don't on. know if, this, if it's still online, but... I got a pack of seven from ASOS for five quid. That's cheap because they're normally quite exp- they're normally like ten pound for six. There you go. So pack of seven <laughs> for five quid. It was like what size are you? Having. What size are you though? Size ten. Ah, see, I'm like a twelve, thirteen, and they don't. They, they do like, don't they? It's like they're like you seven. Big feet. Big. Do you know what they say, mate? Big socks, big feet. Well, the size. Of, what are you saying, I, Tash? We miss is getting involved then. He's yeah, pipe, piping would, up. Tell her, tell her we've got to keep it PG because we don't know who's going to listen. Yeah, well, she's not going to be listening, is she? <laughs> listening right now, it sounds like. I've got big feet. You know where I have. She's coming. Hello. 
Are you coming in to say something? Come in. Come and say something on the mic, come on. I'm set up in our bedroom here and Grace and my girlfriend's downstairs, probably like checking the watch going, I need to go to bed here. So no, no. This is a switch. This is a four hour show we're doing, aren't we? <laughs> what are you piping up? What? <laughs> She's, what do you want to say it on here? Uh, I, I heard that. that <laughs> got to keep it PG. Yep, we'll bleep that out. <laughs> Can you believe this woman? God. Do you know what? Where would, I saw another one there that was a, a good one. Where, right. And I, I watched this recently. That red card you got against Chester for diving. Right, diving yes. in inverted commas. Right. He treads on your foot, doesn't he? Right. I have got photo proof on my phone of him standing on my foot and me getting home after my game. If I, I, was it after the game? I took a photo of my boot. My boot's ripped. Yeah, I remember. What, it ripped your boot because tr- like, the stud went in? The, the stud ripped my boot. I'll, hang on. If I Can I go on my phone but still stay on this call? Yeah, yeah, yeah so. I'll just turn right. the video off. Matt, I'm going to send you the photo right now. Okay, right. I'll, I'll, judge, I'll, I'll be the judge of this. Just for I've, seen, I've seen the picture though. Have you seen it? I remember he sent it to me. I want to. I want to show you this as well. This is impressive. Um, where is it? This is making good audio, isn't it? Oh, it's great audio. But like, I don't know, Ben. Like, you, now you've gone off. It just says your name and a little logo. It says BT, but it's in yeah, the BT yeah. Sport colours. It looks like the the BT Sport logo on my on my screen. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my side business. Ah, I thought so. Ben's Hollet Sports. Yeah. It's doing well, isn't it? Um, it is actually. Not the minute, it's not. Well, there's yeah. no sport, mate, is there's the problem? <laughs> yeah, no, we're giving refunds out. Um, <laughs> yeah, select that one and that one. Send messages. Hey, I'm right, check your texts in a minute. Right. Um, they're on the way anyway, but... Let's see what the signal's like. You see, you say you've seen this, Paul. Well, I remember it right. So, yeah, I remember what, ben what was the first? Yeah, what was the first yellow card for in that game? Because we were two 0 up, weren't right, we? The, yeah, yeah, right. So this this was what the first yellow card was for. So there's been like a little, uh, I don't know, balls come loose. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going for the second ball kind of thing as it's dropped down, and it was one of them where I knew I was never going to get it. So I just. I jumped with me back to the ball. I think I had me, the the other player probably could have seen the number on my shirt. That's how much effort I made to win the ball, right? So I, I've just like jumped up and turned me back and just kind of not even dangled my legs out. I'm like so I'm like a pencil in the air basically because I'm just so thin. And he, as he's hooked to clear the ball away, he's kicked. Me. And I'm just stood there like... So he's kicked me and then gone down screaming in agony when there's nothing wrong with him. And you got booked. And I, I, I'm, I... Put it this way, I looked up to see where the ball had gone in the air and started running away and the ref was like, well, where, where are you going? And brought me back for a yellow. I was like, you're messing. And then the, the, then the next yellow was this apparent dive where... I don't know if you've got the photos yet. I've just seen him. Like, your fucking boot has got a, a rip... <laughs> Literally, no joke, right? My granddad bought me them boots when I signed for Tramia because he was like, "You need new boots, lads." So, took me took me into town when the night shop was still there. Bought me them. I'd had them two months. Yeah, by then. By then, 
and he'd ripped. My granddad was fuming. Good boots then as well. Boss boots. Boss you, boots. Another one, right, that still annoys me. Do you remember the Bromley game when Bucko got sent off? For winning the ball? Yeah. And then, right, 2-1 up, right, you went on a run, the cowshed end, got pulled back. And tripped up. Yeah. No... No I foul. I've done, done nearly a 180 in the air. That's how much I got tripped up. I've got a photo of you getting fouled there. I'll find it. <laughs> I love these reminiscing like time. Brilliant. About all the times you got screwed. That was the year. Was that the year we... Did we get loads of penos that year or none that year? I think we got loads and missed them all that year, wasn't it? <laughs> so was only, Cookie yeah. and Norwood kept missing them. Then Jeff Hughes scored them. them. And then, yeah, and then yeah, Jeff went on them, didn't he? Remember Cocky fighting for Cookie, one? Cookie yeah. one and d- dragged it wide, didn't he? Yeah. And then I think Jeff went on them after that. Yeah. We missed well, a few. Oh, Ian. Go uh, on. Hayden Absalom says, what next for Ben Tollett? So you're at Mac at a minute till the end of the season. What's, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, yeah. So, obviously, like I was at, I was at Blackpool um, and like I was saying before, Grayson... I just didn't fit into his plans and, and So is this a loan back to you run at the minute or no, is no. so Blackpool were like, Listen, we we want to sign other players. I was like, Okay, fine. Well I'm on a contract where I don't really want to be giving it up. Um so if you come to some sort of agreement, I said I will leave. So anyway, uh left by mutual consent kind of thing. Um and the manager at Macclesfield, you know, it's, it's going really well. He he, he likes me and um, went there and he signed me till signed me till the end of the season because at the time they just they just gone through a load of problems and the EFL were only allowing them to sign players till the end of the season basically yeah. so that's all I could get done but um, you know I've went to Macclesfield and I've played every game bar one since January um, and feel like I've been playing really well and. Manager says so, and he, he he likes me and stuff. So um, it seems seems positive at the minute. But once the summer comes, whenever the season finishes, we don't even know what's going to happen, do we? At the minute, yeah. Um, yeah. So we just no one knows what's happening. So God knows what'll happen in the summer. But yeah. Now, so this this is now, an interesting point then, because there's a lot of people talking about sort of players that are out of contracts and stuff, and obviously contracts run till till the end of June normally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of stuck in the middle of this. And yeah, so... It's there may not even be much of a sort of transfer window between seasons because they might just start the season like a couple of weeks later. Or, I, so it's going to be I tough. Them, I can't see them not having a transfer window, though, because... The, you just have to move it back. Because players... Um, like you say, their players are going to be out of contract, so they'll be leaving their teams. Then that might leave a club, for example... I remember one season when we were at Tramia, I think we were going into going into one into a summer. I think it might have been the season that we went up from the National League. I think we only had like twelve contracted players for the next season. Yeah. Because some players' contracts had run out and stuff. So imagine a team going into another season with twelve players. It, it it won't happen. They've got to have some sort of off season. They've got to have some sort of off season to give clubs time to, you know. I know I know there's a lot of talk of um Sort of, they've been asking sort of the the clubs to like put their players on holiday, as if like it's a close season at the minute. But obviously, it looks I mean, like the AFL are going to carry. Holiday because locked in the house. Can't well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, 
it seems like they're going to sort of use the kind of close season as this period now and sort of try and start the season as soon as the current one finishes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, but it's we've like been, say, we've been so, having, yeah, we've we've had emails sent through to us and stuff of you know being kept up to date with what's going on and stuff, and the that's one of the things that I, I think they're still trying to work out. To be fair, so I think it's just a waiting game to see what happens with yeah. like, what what happens next and what I think today summer and stuff. Yeah, so. today the day, today the EFL have um, so recording this on Friday seventeenth of April. Um, EFL have put out. That um, clubs might be playing behind closed doors. Yeah, we 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 were told that for well, not told that for definite, but we we were told that that's probably going to be a possibility for a while now. So um, it'll just be. I think for like everyone said the integrity and stuff. You you do need to finish a season because look at like okay, let's just go for Premier League just because it's well known, like. Not even just for Liverpool's sake, because they need to win the league, but then you've got the relegations and stuff. But yeah. you've also got, like, look at Leicester, for example. They're in the Champions League places. Yeah. So imagine their season gets, like, null and void. They're probably going to lose out on £50 million for getting in the Champions League, being able to attract players to play in the Champions League. Yeah. They're going to be fuming if it gets cancelled. Do you know what I mean? You've got all different, like, variations. You've got Champions yeah, relegations, people qualifying for certain stuff. It's just... It's just one of them where I do think, however it gets finished, you've got to get it finished, in my opinion. But um, just when it happens, you just don't know doing so. It's Can I ask that, you, you go on. are you enjoying your footy, Mark? Yeah. Like, what's I, the kind I, of atmosphere like there? Oh, brilliant. Like, the, you got Jay Addis there, haven't you? Oh, no, he's he gone. He's, he's gone, oh, yeah. Fuck. Um, so... Yeah, but oh, I, I'm I'm really really liking the the lads are the lads are brilliant. Like we have our video sessions all the time now when we're off and stuff. And yeah, they're all great. And like I say, it's it's nice to after all the problems that I've had. No, no, honestly, like yeah, I might have said like or like what my my personal side of things previously, but no hard feelings with any manager that I've had previously. But um, you know, it's nice to finally have a manager again who like seems to. Believing it in a way, or be like yeah. give a bit of, you know. Who is who is who's the gaffer there now? Mark Kennedy um, played for Wolves. Man City. Oh, yeah. the Irish Irish lad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I had no idea he'd gone he's into management. Well, he? Yeah, he, he was Wolves. Wolves was under twenty three's manager, I think, and then took my Huddersfield. Uh, it's a hell of a ga- almost like a gamble, isn't it? Like to yeah, take he the was the under Campbell. Oh, was yeah. he? Ah, okay, that makes sense. But. Yes, like, you know, the thing is, with Macclesfield, if they didn't have the points deducted, they probably, I think when they did get them deducted, I think they were around sort of bottom half of the mid-table. Oh, they were, yeah, they, they were safe. They were having a decent, a, a very good season for what they'd expect. Exactly, so um, I think where we are at the minute is a bit false, but I say I say we, but I've only been there since February, really, end of January, so... Um, yeah, just it's 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 going well at the minute, but just is what it is. You, you just probably just want to get minutes, don't you, in games? Well, that was it. That was the plan. And he he said to me that when I, I went in for a few days, similar to like what I did to Trammy, went in for a few days and done a bit of training and stuff because um, they'd had all the problems. So they didn't actually know if they could sign players, so they had to speak to the EFL, and then yeah. they said they can only sign players till the end of the season. Hence why 
it was only like a single deal. Um, but yeah, no, I, I went in and and um, just, just done a bit of training and stuff, and he, he said he liked me and stuff and wanted to play me, and you know, it's uh, rest is the rest. But really enjoying it at the minute, just just you know, getting back playing and like I say, hopefully, I mean. I'm a, I'm a couple of years older than what I was when I got injured and stuff, but you never know. Just hopefully can kind of get that that form back and see what happens from here. Really, that's got to be the hope, isn't it? I think everyone's hoping that you can uh, get back to the form you showed in those first, like say September to March 2016-17, when you yeah. were the best player in the league by a mile. Yeah, well, that that's that, that was another thing, really. Like you know, when when you get told that or even like Mickey said that in a press conference once and I was dead surprised because I was like, well, the elders, there is good players. Like, you know, for him to say that, it was such a nice thing to say. And then where, like, it sort of went from there to not, to kind of being frozen up. Just a little bit, little Weird. bit strange. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit strange. Like, especially, like I say, after that pre-season, I set up like half of our goals on my own. Not on my own, but like, half of the goals came from assists. Do you know what I mean? So, I was like, you know, Fingers crossed for a chance and, and stuff, but yeah, it never came. So it's just nice to have a manager who kind of, I'm not saying that players need it all the time, but you know, an arm around the shoulder giving you a bit of belief and stuff, it's it's nice. Oh, like, well, even you hear like some world class players talk about, I remember Stephen Gerrard spoke that like he never really got on with Rafa Benitez, did he? Stephen Gerrard? Yeah, he seemed, like you said, he seemed dead like cold and. Yeah distance but like you know just very uh like that's his managerial style it's almost like quite head like head like a headmaster with pupils said how he, how he treated the players yeah. and that's got to be weird isn't it and it's the same with like you you get the feeling that Mourinho's probably like that isn't he as opposed yeah. to the more modern managers your Pochettino's your um you look at Guardiola he seems to be a like crazy manager yeah like, you see, like the games and the cameras there, and he's like checking the cameras there, and he'll go and do like a fussy lesson with the players. And they've just like, won six nil, and he's still trying to coach someone. Yeah, it was. Like, I think it was after the FA Cup final when they won six nil, and he was up to Sterling, giving yeah. him like a lecture, and you're like, "Fucking hell, have a day off, mate!" <laughs> he yeah. just won six nil. Yeah, from the FA Cup, back off. Paul, is what? there any more questions? Or I thought we could do a quick uh, tram your teammates. Maybe it's yeah. the last thing. Can we, can we just can we just do one more question? Of course, I mean, it's from, by all means. It's from, your, it's from your brother, but I think it's a really <laughs> interesting point. What's he been saying now? Uh, you've probably seen it. I think you've you've liked it as well. Uh, what's your opinion on mental health in the game? What can fans and management of clubs do to help promote good mental health? Um, he obviously knows you know problems that you've had from a personal point of view with the injuries yeah. and stuff. So. Give us a bit of insight as to what clubs actually do and what they could be doing, do you reckon? Yeah, in terms of support. Because, like say, for injured players, it's got to be a dark place, hasn't it? For uh, Listen, I've seen the, same, the inside of the same four walls for the best part of a year, like I say. Just looking out over a grass pitch where everyone's training and you're like, I want to be there, but I can't be. So, like... Yeah, you, you, you put on a brave face and you're like, yeah, just getting through the days, you know, it's getting closer, you say the right things in the press and all that, but I'm telling you now, it's a depressing, dark place once you're in, like, like, I don't know how to describe it because, like, people, not in a horrible way, but most people will have a job where they go, they earn the money, whereas I am so fortunate to be doing something that I genuinely love, 
Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I haven't always done this, by the way. I've been on the dole. I've worked at my dad fitting windows and doors and all that. Shout out to my dad if you ever need any conservatories, doors, windows, whatever. That's what you were doing when you signed for Portsmouth, wasn't it? Yeah, so I was doing all that. Um, so I've seen like the, the opposite side. So I'm so fortunate, like I say now, to be doing what I do and I love it. Um, but for me, like when I was when I was injured, I was like, ah, oh, you know, it's a, it is a dark place. And like I say, you say the right things in the press. People are like, when are you back and all that? And you're like, yeah, you know, just day by day, see how it goes and all stuff like that. When really you want to say, listen, help me. I'm just like, you know, I've I've been out here for like nine months. 10 months, whatever, I am sick of this. It's, um, like I remember one one season, my ACL, when I'd done that, I would, like, everyone, every, you've seen photos of everyone on holiday, and I'm there running around solar campus like a madman trying to get fit the next season, and I'm like, this is just, this is crazy, but, um, I don't know, it's, it's a hard one, really, as fan, from, let's cut it down and say, from fans, we all, us players know everyone makes mistakes, but no one means to make a mistake. So, Tramia now, for example, you don't want them to be in the relegation zone, but they are. So, if someone if someone misplaces a pass and the other team go on a counter-attack and nearly score, who cares? Just stop screaming at players. And if you're, if, yeah, Liverpool are now flying top of the league. If someone gives a ball away, they're not asked. Like, you know what I mean? If Tramia do it, it could be like so vital. But the player knows that he's made the mistake, so don't get on his back. That's from a fan point of view. I would say things like that because it, it, it can get to you because you, you, you do genuinely you're trying your best so hard, and no one means to make a mistake, obviously. But um, from an injury side, it's it's it can be a dark place. Like I say, you you literally you walk in, but you're in before everyone else. You leave after everyone else. You get to watch them train and not even train yourself. You feel like you're not getting any fresh air. You're just lifting weights constantly. You're moving bands about. You're doing hops that you think, like, me, me nan could hop this distance, but why can't I hop it and feel okay? It's probably, like, like, excruciatingly painful doing a lot of the stretches as well and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah, well, like, I remember when I, like, after my, my first off, I'd never had an operation. I'd never been injured. I'd never thingied. I didn't know what to expect. I thought, I'm going to have my operation. I'll be on crutches for a few days and, you know, I'll get me, me leg moving again. I've never known stiffness like it. Ugh. Like, at, like trying to get your, because like, you're in a knee brace, trying to get your leg straight again. Is, it, it sounds stupid, but it's so hard. Like, you think, yeah, my leg's straight there, but then someone slides the knee under you on a bed, the, the hand under your knee on a bed. You're like, but yeah, my knee isn't straight, actually, is it? You know, like, just the little things that you don't think of, it's just, it all builds up and then when you, like, you know, people are getting on back to their site, people are wanting your back and stuff and you're like, listen, saying the right things in the media and it's it's hard one because clubs, they can't really, I don't know if they can do stuff. It's... I was going to say, is there any more they could, they could do, like, in terms of support for injured players or is it... <sighs> it's it. So okay, a club, a club like Tramia where there's like there's not so the big like, staff. Exactly, like if you if you were at Liverpool, Man City, the, the players have probably got private. I remember when I got injured. They'll have like a player liaison, won't they, or something? Exactly. So like, when I got injured, the physio um, died. Was absolutely. Yeah. I, I I loved him. Paul will know. Yeah, he's a good lad. Yeah, brilliant, isn't he? He um, 
I, I owe him a lot, but it's like he told me to read an article from uh, Gundogan, who plays for Man City. Yeah. I remember it. About his yeah. recovery and how he, he really got right. into so a bad place. Was, yeah, he was in a bad, bad place. But every single couple of months, he was going to New York for a couple of days and having a little break. But he was able to take with him his chef, his physio, his personal trainer. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, it's, like, it, it's like, it's probably a lot better the higher up you go, but the lower down. Left to your own so, devices. It, it's so limited. Like, yeah. I'm stuck in... I'm stuck in solar campus inside four walls with Dai. Dai's great company, but at the same time, it's like it, it, there's only so much that you can take, isn't there? Really? Yeah. Um, so it, it's like, people don't really see that side, and people. I remember I was getting messages galore, like saying um, uh, something like, you know, just been promoted, and uh, Ben couldn't even crack a smile or something like that. And I'm like, listen, mate. You don't know half of what I've 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 had to do here. I've missed Wembley twice on the spin. Yeah, three times next year. Obviously, it was. I was like, "Do us a favour." Like we were doing a um, a clap to the fans all around the pitch. Like it was. I think it was after the playoff game, and we were going to Wembley. And I was getting messages saying, "Ben can't even crack a smile. What's wrong with him? We're paying his, his wages and all that." And I'm like, "Put yourself in my position. All I've wanted to do is play it." In two stages in life, want to play in Anfield, and I want to play at Wembley, and I've missed Wembley twice. So, shut up. You know what I mean? Well, it's it, it, impossible. It, it, it almost. I'm allowed, to, I'm allowed to swear. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I've ever heard you swear. I am made up that I'm made up. We've got to Wembley because if we get promoted, it benefits everyone, yeah. the club, the players individually. It's it's brilliant for everyone. In that split second, can't someone just be a little bit sad that they're not going to fulfil a dream? Do you know what I mean? Do you know who it was who got it that day? I remember it. It was you and James Wallace. Both. And look, there you go. What's the common denominator there? You've both had... If there's anyone who's had worse luck with injuries than you in the last few years, it's James fucking Wallace. Exactly. Like, Jesus. And it's his knees as well, isn't it? It was his knee. Exactly. And it was like... I think one of the... I think the tweet actually said, um, when he walked past us, he didn't even clap or something like that. And I was like, I'm on crutches. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't clap. Yeah, and you're doing a, a lap of the entire pitch. Like, you could yeah. stop clapping for 10 seconds. I'm behind everyone. Yeah. And it was, like, say we've just won the semi-final. Like, we're going to Wembley. Who cares if one player doesn't smile? You, you don't have to walk around with a big fake smile on your face like this, going like, yeah. hey. Inside, genuinely, I was made up. But also inside, I was a little bit. I want to, yeah. I want to be like every player, like is going. I want to be on the pitch. Yeah, like it's so. Yeah, I, I think people just need to. What I'd say is, people need to understand that footballers aren't robots. They're human beings, and they're doing what they love. So imagine pull the fish out the water and you couldn't go to your favourite place and fish, you'd be like, oh, bloody hell. You'd be down, wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Or, you'd like, that's just a, that's a really poor example. <laughs> but, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, something along that, like, I'm saying fishing because I couldn't think of anything worse than fishing. Same here. You know what I mean? Like, um, but, you know, p- people just need to understand that footballers are human beings. 
they're not robots so tr- speak to them treat them over social media even celebrities like you look at like god bless like caroline flack recently she she got bombarded on social media that she ends up taking her own life and i'm not saying i'm not saying i was anywhere near that that's just so over the top but people just need to understand that people who are in a more public position are human and just just treat them like humans whether you're sending them a message on twitter yeah i don't mind the odds Bloody hell, Ben, you, you didn't play great today or whatever, but we'll go again next game. Add that on the end of it. You're don't right. just say you are shit today. Here's what I'll tell you this, because like I get it sometimes with DJing and music, right? You can have a hundred messages, tweets, Instagram messages, whatever, comments, positive. Yeah. It's great. The one one calling you in our bed and you're shit. For, you just forget you forget them over hundred, don't you? And you just yes. concentrate on that one, and you and you think you want to you want to what you want to do is you want to go. I want to have you fight right now. Don't you, you want to reply and be like, let's fucking have it then? But Listen, you know you I, can't, and you're the like times the amount of times I've had to bite my tongue. Yeah, exactly. Over, over Twitter because I, because I'm in a position where I can't reply. If I reply, the club will get into 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 bother. And I'll be told off, and I've got to go through all this social media course, and I've got to apologise to people, and I might get fined, and I might get this and that. But I guarantee you, if that fella met me in the street, he'd ask me for a photo. Yeah, he wouldn't say it to your face. This is the problem, isn't it, with Twitter thing. and stuff? That they'll never say, say it. It's just, there's one guy on Twitter, one professional footballer, who just says what he wants, Tom Pope, and he yeah. gets in trouble for it. But why? Exactly. It's that thing now, right, where... You can, for some reason, for, we spoke about this, me and Paul, before. Football fans think they can just, say, on a, on a corner, right? Say, for instance, a tram, a cop, and we're playing, let's just pick it. Say we're playing someone. Um, for instance, back in the day, Lee Trundle or Dean Windass, you know, two big characters. And yeah. they, you would hail abuse at them on a corner. You'd hail abuse. You fat fucking... Bleh. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, mo- or anything. the moment one of them turns around and goes, fuck off. To one of the fans, they're like, "Ooh, hand up, off, yeah, officer, you steward, can't, you steward." Can't, you can't, say you that. can't tweet quick enough. Oh, football player, it should be right. What were you saying? Do you remember when Cantona kicked that fellow? What what the the fella said? He said, "I said, yeah. go go home, go, like go home, you silly Frenchman." Did you say that? Is that what you said? Is that yeah. what you said? Go home, you silly Frenchman. I don't think you did, mate, did you? I don't think you did, yeah. I think you probably said something that we can't even say on this podcast, which is a yeah. loud swearing. And it's that exactly. thing of, the moment you say, I've always said in life in general, right, I'll never raise my voice or swear first. Someone has to do it to me. And I always go, you've, I always say, you've opened the door. I am stepping in. I didn't yeah. start this. You have started exactly. it. You've, I've, I'm civil. I'm calm until someone else says something. I'm like, okay. Now you cannot be annoyed at me getting, you know, going to where you've gone. And it's like, you can't shout hail abuse at a footballer, home or away fan, or tweet them something, and then get up in arms when they reply exactly the same. And yeah. that's the double standard we've got. Because what different? Oh, the role models? It's irrelevant. You, exactly. You've tweeted... Well, i tell you what, then, oh. you know, if we're role models, if we're role models to kids, kids are going to look up to their parents how they're acting. So... Don't get me wrong, listen, football, everyone loves a bit of banter. Listen, if I add the amount of times that I've been playing football and someone turns, ha, toilet, you're shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your name looks like toilet. And I'm like, yeah, good one, lad. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not bothered by that. But it's it's like, 
the keyboard warriors, they're the ones that do my head in. Yeah, like, and the so, ones oh, who just they'll, like, they'll shout abuse and then moan. If anything, if any someone says something back, and you just think you can't have it, but you can't have it both ways. If you're yeah, gonna hail abuse. It's just, what? Can we change the subject? Right, Paul, you've opened the door. I'm having it out with you now, son. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. We've been chatting about this subject for about 15 minutes, and I can see it's Paul's t- hands like. It's oh. turning into just a rant of fun. Shall we? Um, should I think we should do uh, teammates? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Before, um, <laughs> before we go on to like, I presume what will be sort of going towards the end. Yeah. But um, there was a there was a kid recently who um, I met uh, about two years ago, something like that, and he was a lovely kid um, called Sean. And oh yeah. Um, you know, I met him and he was like, oh, Ben, you and Norwood are favourite players and all that. And it was really nice to see him anyway. So um, where my girlfriend, Grace, works is Older Hay and she's in the intensive care units looking after kids who are like bad. Um, and Sean was in there because he'd had a few cardiac arrests and stuff. And, you know, I went in to see him not longer. It was literally about before, just before lockdown. So what, when we were allowed out, say, three, four weeks ago. Four weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, he he was not what I'd seen recently and it weren't nice to see, but anyway, he sadly passed away and, um, you know, if anyone can, like, kind of help out there, um, you know, Mike, his dad and, and stuff like that, then, you know, donations and stuff, because I think they might want to set up a charity. Yeah. Like, I gave them boots and a shirt, um, you know, I'm pretty sure that they'll be setting up some sort yeah, of... Yeah, I think there's a couple of uh, GoFundMe pages or something for the fans. Yeah, you know, so, like, you know, he, yeah, genuinely, like, as a kid, he was he was, he was was brilliant when I met him. Um, and it was just so sad to see him previously. So just want to give a little shout-out to them there and yeah, hopefully, um, you know, they can raise a bit of money and do what they want to do and stuff. I think his, his dad was saying they might do it once lockdown's finished, whenever that is, 2025 or something at this rate. Um, you know, he, he, wants to, he wants to do it a, a thing for for them, so um, you know I've, I've already said like I'll help out and stuff. So um, you know if anyone can also help out, then that'd be great. Well, it was it was it was his funeral today. Yeah, it yeah, was, and um, it was the funeral route. It was it was a big one, and like so, I went up to me mum's because it was on the route. Um, me, me mate Nick Roberts, me missus, me mum. We had the big couple of Tramia flags out. We put loads of blue arts up. We had the Tramia shirts. We held Tramia shirts up. And um, there was a lot of other people just on our little route, and um, they were they were about forty five minutes late, and I think they were so late because they had to go so slow because there was that many people out yeah, on the route. It was mad because like yeah, we we stood there waiting, and so many people went past and went. A few people went. I thought the football season's finished, as in not yeah. happening, and we went no no, and you know, you explain, and then they stopped and stood and waited, you know, just. And it's one of them where, you know, it's a tiny little gesture, isn't it, to stand, put a blue heart up and hold a tram, have a tram shirt. I've still got my tram shirt on. Um, but, like, for the, that, especially at the time that we're in, I mean, and only a tiny amount of the family can go to the funeral. Exactly. Like, it's so... Like, it's, it doesn't even, bear thinking about, does it? No, even, like, like, it puts into perspective, like, especially me since having a child. Of course, myself, you've got a newborn. No, no parents should have to bury their own kid. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So it's just so sad. So, like I say, if anyone can, you know, help them out and chip in here and there, whether it's you know whatever you can, whatever you can do, I think they might want to try and raise some money for something. And 
sets it or not, maybe. I, I, I think I it's for know. older hay, isn't it, for the, the child? In Claire House. Yeah, yeah and for, like, the heart um, department. Yeah. Um, I, like, I know I know a lot about older hay person because I've seen where my girlfriend works, so, um, you know, they, they do do amazing work there and um, stuff like that, so, um, yeah, anything would help, so there we go. Yeah, weirdly message that. Nice one, Ben. Yeah, it was. I know Nors was um, quite close with the family. He was. I think you were his two favourite players, weren't you? You and Nors, I think. Yeah, so. that's, yeah, that's what he was saying to me. He was like, "Are oh, you and Norwood and all that?" So we got photos and stuff with him. And um, his parents, Michael, and, Michael and Sarah, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mike messaged me and was like, "You know, can you come in and and see Sean and stuff?" So I was like, "Yeah, definitely." So went in and seen him, and you know, weren't weren't nice, but. Just, just is what it is. So. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure you appreciated it. I, I, I lost my words there. I don't even know what to say because it was sad. So no, yeah. it, it's just like I mean, you giving up your time and, and to do something like that is just yeah, like that's it. Sorry, because because obviously Nors has moved to Ipswich now, hasn't he? It was it was hard. So I thought I'll so, like when Mike was saying, "Can you come in?" Um, that's what I was saying. I, was, <laughs> I say it's it, it, it's sad. Like so, it got to me there. But yeah, because Nors moved away. Um, Mike had, you know, asked if I could come in and just see him and stuff, so, yeah, it was sad life, but, yeah, but anyway, um, he won't want it to be a, a down moment, so let's crack on and make it a bit happier. I'm sure, like, the family appreciate everything that everyone's done, and it, do you know what, it just shows, football gets a, a lot of bad press a lot of the time, do you know what I mean, and the, the football club today done so much, so much to just help the family, and just, like, it will have... It, anyone who's ever been I can't even imagine what's like burying your kid but like just imagine seeing all the people out there today just standing there with the tramway shirts on will have given a, a little smile knowing that you know he, he would have loved it wouldn't he Sean would have loved it yeah so shall we finish with tramway tramway teammates from your two and a half seasons nearly three whole seasons at tramway looks like Ben <laughs> you get moved on <laughs> Shuffle time from the bed. <laughs> are, we, are we having a swap? Do you want to come in? Do you want to swap, please? <laughs> yeah, come on then. We're doing a let Ben do a swap. Let the, let the let the missus go get to bed. <laughs> it's hard work looking after a newborn, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> and me, I'm basically like. Sorry yeah, for interrupting. It's hard work looking after two oh, children. No, <laughs> this is it. It put a light on. It's pitch black. Yeah, I'm downstairs in the light. It's like, it's like the Blair Witch Project for a second. <sighs> right, here we go. Right. Let's go out on a high. Tramia teammates, I mean, you were there. There was some serious... I've been through some serious characters while you were yeah. there, weren't there? So, we'll get, you remember teammates used to do on Soccer M? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. this is your chance now to dish the dirt on, basically, the Tramia squads from 2016 to 2019. So we start off with who was the best trainer throughout your time? Uh, tough one. <sighs> Jay Addis. Right, I was about to say everyone pretty much has always said the same guy for this. Jay Addis. And there's a, yeah. he comes up for another one, doesn't he, Paul? Which has yeah. shocked me. Okay, opposite, who was the worst trainer? Uh, trying to go through everyone. Um, can I include trialists? Yeah, by all means. 
I think his name was Amadou, right? Franklin. Did he scored against Liverpool. Yeah, Franklin Akamadu was it? Oh, Amad- no, 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 not not Franklin. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember the guy. Yeah, and he just disappeared after that. Right. <laughs> I can't remember what happened, but there was a training session, and after that training session, he was never seen again. <laughs> so a few. Uh, I've got a little story on as well. What? Couple of weeks later, because I still had access to the social media. Oh, hello! Uh, him and his agent were pestering the club to uh, to get him back. Really? Because he'd uh, he jumped ship because he did interest. He had had interest from someone else, and then he came crawling back. And then uh, then he was he was desperate to uh, to get a number for Mickey or whoever to uh, to get to get him back. But we obviously weird one. I like I say, I don't really. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of one, but simply for the fact that, I'm not saying he, he trained badly, but because of that training session, he was there, then the next day, he was never seen again. <laughs> it was like... What's happened here? Yeah, so I'd have to say that. Uh, the that, two that ones, player. the one that he even nominated himself on this, wasn't it, was Nors? It, yeah, yeah. He used to just, whenever we'd play five sides or seven sides, small side of the game, whatever it'd be, he just stand by the goal and... <laughs> The ball came to him happy days. If it didn't, it didn't. Doesn't sound like so. James North. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now th- this is probably an easy answer. Who was the quickest? Hmm. You. One of. Or Nors. I'm trying to think of well. Eddie Clark had a bit of pace, though, didn't he? Eddie Clark. The- Eddie Clark was quick, but it was like. He went. I don't know whether he was quick, but he just never ran out of energy. It was like he could keep the same pace up for yeah, yeah. It wasn't like he was mile. like a sh- like a shot, but it was just like he was just consistently fast down the entire yeah. wing. That's what I mean. It was like he could run the same pace for a mile. It was like he was quick in that sense. Uh, yeah, probably Eddie knows me. Josh Janelli was pretty quick, wasn't he? Josh, Josh was quick. Um, I go through my time there. Um, Louis Maynard, quick. He had a big stride. He had a big stride, but it, you know, after he got going, <laughs> yeah. Um, Little Lee Vaughan had a bit of pace too, didn't he? Yeah. Little Brummy, Gordon <laughs> Grimley. Warney, um, <laughs> He's a funny fella. <laughs> Remember, he chose when he did this. Lee Vaughan, he chose himself as hard man. By the way. Yeah, probably because when we were on our Christmas do. He uppercutted the bar in Newcastle. <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh my God, he's broke, he broke his hand there. 100% he's broke his hand. And he just walked away and was just carrying on holding his drink and started drinking. And I thought to myself, wow, he's got strong hands. <laughs> they, like, they breathe him tough and bit like, <laughs> he, was, he was that drunk. He was like on his knees, like <laughs> messing around. And for some reason, out of nowhere, I'd just seen him like throwing an uppercut at like... When you stood at a bar, you've got like the the rail that goes round it, yeah. and you can rest on it. Yeah, he's like threw an uppercut from underneath it. Well, he's that small. Then, he was probably underneath the bar anyway, wasn't he? <laughs> That's his he normal been, height. Yeah, he might have been stood up actually, went on his knees. Um, but he just uppercut it, and I thought, because <laughs> like, I don't really, I don't really drink that much, so I was like looking at it, going, "Oh my god, he's That's it, he's finished." Oh my god, he's he definitely done something to his hand there. Like that was something. Like, I heard the bump. I was like. <gasps> No way! And then he just he just walked away, and I was like, "What the hell?" Were you in fancy dress that year? 
Yeah, I was uh, Wolverine, uh, Wolverine, Deadpool. What was Lee Vaughan? Um, Conor McGregor, by the sound of things. Yeah, no, oh, what did he do as? God, I might have the photo on my phone, hang on. That wasn't the year that Nors. Yeah, it was, don't mention it. <laughs> yes, Jesus it was. Christ. Like, God, that was... Um, Get me busy. I don't know what you're on about, it didn't happen. No, of course, no, no. Um, it was made up by the, the media. So I, I would say you're probably the quickest, aren't you, Re- realistically? I can't I can't think of any other, like, yeah, rapid... Yvonne. What are the Flintstones characters and... Barney, uh, was he Barney Rubble, his mate? Or was the he... Fred? Dead one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he was him. <laughs> Barney Rubble. <laughs> I think he was him. Um, so, who, yeah. Who was Macca? <sighs> Tell me he was oh, Fred Flintstone. Oh, no, he has yes. to be. Was yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> I've got the photo here. I'm looking at it. We had a few Power Rangers. We had Woody from Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> Andy Mangan. When there's the only gay in the village. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what about I, Richie Sutton? Deadpool. Um, someone went as Walter White. That's a good one, isn't it? Um, Steve yeah, McNulty is dressed as Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Right, that's is it good, good? Good couple of days. That that photo is probably worth a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, staying on my phone. <laughs> um, Don't post it. Who's the slowest player then? Um, hmm, slowest. It's got to be a goalie on it. Scott Davis comes up a lot in this, but then I, that's <laughs> not really that's not really fair, though, is he? No, nah, it's, it's not fair. No. <laughs> Uh, slowest. Macca. It would have to be a goalie, though, wouldn't it? Um, or Macca. Or Macca, yeah. Is Macca that slow, though? Half the time, Macca didn't need to be quick because he was just stood there anyway. Like, he was yeah. always in the right place. The game. Yeah, he didn't need to. He never had any pace to lose. It was like, what? I've never, like, as a centre-half, he used to always bring it down on his chest, and I was like... Oh. Yeah, like a ball like a ball out the sky, just cushioning it. And it was like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> As a, uh, I don't know, slow slowest. I'd have to say a goal. I'd just say Paddy Wharton. <laughs> he loved just because, that. Just because he 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 he's he's just yeah he's just Paddy. He's just if you under, if you knew Paddy, you'd understand. All you've done on this, okay? You brought up Paddy Wharton twice. Once was when he conceded six goals, and now you're calling him the slowest player. <laughs> yeah, because he won't mind. He's known well. We'll make sure we add Paddy Wharton into this when we post it. <laughs> This should be interesting then. Who was the biggest joker in the dressing room? Paddy Wharton. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, there was there was quite a few. There was a few. Um, I think you get involved in that side of things or not? Do you know what? I was I was really quite not quite reserved, but like. I would never, never really be the instigator. Um, if something was funny, though, it'd be really funny. Um, <laughs> but I'd never, I'd never be the one to like start all the pranks. Yeah. And was it like Nors and Bucko? Yeah, Bucko was Bucko was funny. Um, <laughs> Bucko was funny. Yeah, he's 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 a lot of character in himself. Um, Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> no, do you know what? Because of because when we were in Solar Campus, we were in a like I said the changing rooms weren't massive so there was two separate ones back to back 
So it was literally like you could walk out of one door and you just go Ooh. to the next door and you're in the next change. Yeah. It was like we were all so close, like it weren't like we were miles apart. It was literally the next door to each other. Um, but in our changing room, I'd have to say, I'd have to say Paddy, <laughs> Paddy Wharton. Paddy Wharton obviously is the is from this. He's the slowest, but the Joker. So yeah. <laughs> There you go. You, you, you pulled it back there with Paddy, haven't you? You're giving him a compliment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who was the biggest moaner? Again, there's a few apparently, isn't there? Right, so there was, there was a couple. Andy Cook loved the moan. <laughs> Nors loved the moan. Strikers? That's it. Majority is strikers. Um, no, sorry, can I add another one into the Joker? Go on. Andy Mangan. Oh. <laughs> um... Uh, anyway, move move back into the into the biggest Let, moaners. Yeah, stay away from uh, Andy Mangan. <laughs> biggest moaners. Um, Richie Sutton apparently was a bit of a moaner, wasn't he? Constantly uh, yeah. moaning about ever, Such, everything. Like <laughs> Such, oh my god, he's he's brilliant. <laughs> um, uh, moaners, yeah. Cookie nose. <laughs> Think about Cookie is. You can't understand the word he says, can you? No, you just. <laughs> 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 but he shouts at you, you're like, what'd you say there, Cookie? <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, I'd say them too. It's got like the moan from behind. Of course, it, again, goalkeeper though, isn't it? Like, that's Goal, all they do. But it seems to be the, the two ends of the pitch, but you'd, you'd, you'd be there and, like, I don't know, you're just there shouting from behind. Scott's shouting at you for something that happened 10 minutes ago and you're like. Get out, get okay. out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Oh, fucking hell, mate. It's a free I'm kick. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you know, but not in like a bad way. You're just, you're just there shouting at you and you're like, yeah, yeah, sounds okay, yeah, okay. Haven't like, uh, ble- like Macken and Scotty Davis used to have just constant like, arguments? Yeah, he used to, Macken used to say he'd watch, if Scotty was like training on another pitch, he'd watch until he conceded or made a mistake and, and then, then just, shouted. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they'd just be shouting like abuse at each other, and you're like, obviously it's friendly abuse, but it's just like oh, they just used to be on each other's case. But I think that's because they're good friends, and they yeah, but to they've be been together to for, since the Fleetwood days, haven't they? They've played together yeah. for like eight or nine years. Yeah. Um, well, here's one then: the hard man, the enforcer. Um, I just don't think you'd get in a fight with Macca, would you? Fucking no! Well, what happened at Wembley when the ballroom was manager? But, yeah. Jeez, and he was a big guy. I kind of met, yeah, Aaron Foyer as well. So there was the Bourne Wood one, but also remember when I got sent off, we were saying before about the alleged dive. Right, yeah, I've seen this, but the, the highlights cut it off just as he comes into shot. Right, Macca runs from the edge of our box. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else is just stuck. Because who, who, who the and guy? Just comes flying past. Who was the guy? Because he's right in your face like this, pointing at you. He's pointing. Point- I, I badly, badly, and don't get me wrong, I'm not. I fight it in the slightest, but you know when someone's in your face that much, you just like you can see know. you're getting more and more annoyed by this guy. But you're you're like I've been sent off. The well, last he's, thing. he knows he's got away with murder because he's stood on me foot, and he's now seen me get a red card, and he's like playing on it, going ah, you know, like getting in my face, and I'm like, please stop. And Mac just come, I just back flying flying over. Um, so yeah, Mac came to the rescue there. I literally um, right was watching that like say a few weeks ago on the highlights, and just as the highlights cut off as you were walking off, you see Maka steaming into the shot, and you're just like, oh yeah. what? And was, Paul, you will have edited them highlights. Why did you edit that out? Don't know. Again, he screwed once again. Paul <laughs> Harper screwed us all. <laughs> he, like Go he, on. 
he is the hard man, any Maka. Like, just yeah. he's my he's my honestly my favorite Tramia player of like the last ten years. Easy, Ian Goodison was the last one, Ian and then was. just God, Maka was just. And I backed him from, when he first signed. He had a bit of a, a ropey start because we were shite as well when he signed. And I backed him from the start. And my friends were like, mm, I "Don't know." I went, "Listen, this guy is quality." Yeah, he, he's just quality, isn't he? Like, just yeah. what a footballer. What a footballer. Um, most skillful, as we n- nearly wrap it up. Most skillful player during your time. Right. I'm going to say skillful, but like, I'm not. Like, I, dis- I define skill in like different ways, but you know, like all these people who can do like all these tricks, but it gets them nowhere. Yeah, well, the reason uh, why just... all these freestyle p- people, they're not playing professional football, are they? All these freestylers, because it's useless. Exactly. So, like, I'd much rather like do one step over and knock it past someone and come to an effect rather than... 20 step overs and flick the ball over your head. Pointless, isn't it? So anyway, most skillful for pure skillful-based stuff, Adam Dawson. (laughs) Yeah, he was... He could do a step over, couldn't he? I I, I think I still follow him on like Twitter or Instagram or something. And he puts like daily skills up to do. And I'm looking at them and I'm like... I mean, do you ever do that on a pitch? But it's a good skill. Yeah, <laughs> like that's why he's, he's suited to futsal, isn't it? Because it's much more. That's it. He used to play futsal, didn't he? So obviously that's his like background. So like, like fair play, like that's and probably where by all accounts, more, but... he's an absolute idiot. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard. He, he, he was he was one of them like Lionel Cole. He was like <laughs> he'd, he'd do something like uh, he'd do something and he'd be like, oh no. <laughs> People, yeah, but, people have said he just every day he come in just like and you'd be like what's the matter and he just have done something stupid yeah. and he was just dealing with the consequences every day just like oh yeah but that was that's what made him like y- you liked him for that you know what I mean he was, he was good but like I say for skillful stuff I'd say Adam Dawson but like I'm not not sure most of them would like you'd, you'd be able to you wouldn't be able to use them on a pitch but he was skillful he had a trick in his locker, didn't he? Okay. Yeah. Um, who's got the worst taste in music? Franklin. Um, Franklin. <laughs> he, Did he speak he, any English, this lad? What? Did he speak good English, this lad? Uh, what do you know? <laughs> oh, God. So, he, 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 he did and he didn't, but like... So, everything... Ah, uh, it's just—it's <laughs> just some of the way you like describe some words. You just like you'd, you'd laugh. So like we had like a little fine system going on, and it was oh, like no. you know like the, the, all the fines got got um, towards the Christmas on the Christmas party. Yeah, black so, paints by the sound of things. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> just, yeah, to paint the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> it'd be like. You know, the, the, the month before, so November, it'd just be like everything was doubled. So, oh. like, you're just trying to raise a bit more money. So, like, things that were like, I don't know, a five pound was now a ten pound. Yeah, later and training. He, yeah, and he didn't understand it. So, <laughs> uh, he was going five to ten, five to ten. And we were all like, yeah, because it's five pound, but now it's November, it's ten pound. And he didn't get it. So, we just kept walking now, going five to ten. And we were just like, <laughs> Yeah, five to ten, and it ends up becoming a thing. Like in our in our weekly meetings, we'd all be shouting five to ten and all stuff like that. So um, he was he was he was sound, Franklin. He was sound. Like, I saw him 
walking. He walked down to the game once. I was, I was walking that, going down early, think to get tickets for like the following weeks away. And um, we, someone like one of my mates was like, "Isn't that a player by the halfway house?" And he was walking down, like in his tram, full tram tracky, with his boots in like a Sainsbury's carrier bag. Now I've not seen that since Ian Goodison right ran past us down Woodchurch Lane, right with his boots in a Tesco bag, because he was late for the coach going to an away game. He ran down Woodchurch, and we were like, "Hang on a minute, our coach is leaving in ten minutes. Why is he still here?" <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, Franklin, he had some bad taste in music, so like, like he'd be sat. So he kind of sat by me in the changes, and like there was one time he had headphones in, and he was listening to something, and it was like. Some Italian, like Italian rap, wasn't it? Italian like rap, like thing, and I was like, "Sad what, what <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, he had it on that loud, like I could hear it over his headphones. If you know what I mean? And, uh, it just sounded like nonsense. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. Well, okay then, right? What about on the music? No, who's the best dancer? Probably you see this at the Christmas party, probably. Best answer. Ooh, um, Johnny Smith put his name in the if I recall for this. Johnny Smith, don't listen to Johnny Smith. <laughs> um, <laughs> tough on this. Tough Not on. any dances. No, the, the, do you know what? To be honest with you, yeah, there wasn't because we would all be stood there with a drink in our hand just like having a little little uh, anyone uh, do the worm I imagine Lee Vaughan do the worm Vaughan <laughs> doing the worm Paul Harper uh, doing the robot did yeah. you ever see that no I didn't see that <laughs> come on oh, whip, whip, whip the robot out <laughs> Um, it's going bink and sad. I'll, I'll, I'll just give it to I'll give I'll give Johnny it because he'd be stood in the change he's just like pretending to do all these like dance moves and you're like I don't think that's how it's done Johnny but I'll give it to Johnny because he just got he gave it a go and do you know what like fair, the thing about Johnny Smith is I swear like all his Instagram was just him and his bird wasn't it every day was a post of him and his missus every day I thought it was a, I thought I followed his girlfriend on Instagram but it weren't it was Johnny <laughs> it was just it was just like I swear every day they were just like in Amsterdam then they're at Disneyland Paris it was like mate you got a game in like an hour yeah. get on that plane yeah uh, we said that to him in the changes actually <laughs> we did say that to him but I like Johnny he's a good lad um, who's the worst dancer then there's got to be someone who's atrocious you know what? I, I can't even say anyone. I, I, I'm not really a good mover, but um, I'm trying to think of someone who's. I'll tell you who was terrible when I saw them. Harvey Gilmore. Yeah, good shout actually. He was diabolical. <laughs> Do you know what, right? He, he, Harvey will Harvey will probably back himself, but I would I would go against it. Absolutely no game he had that night, if I recall. Yeah. <laughs> Harvey's funny, Harvey's funny. Harvey. Um, Harvey. Oh. Yeah, go on. Give it to Harvey. He can have that. Okay, this is the controversial one, Like, but there's normally been a clear winner again with this. Um, who's the worst dress sense? Hmm. Right. <sighs> Working way through the play. <laughs> oh, God. 
See, I would have said Andy Cook. Yeah, that's the one. Right. Everyone says I w- Cook. I would have said, I would, no, I would have said Andy Cook. But, I have to bring Franklin up again. Oh, because, Andy Cook weren't there when Franklin was there. He so, passed the torch, almost like it sounds. And... It was almost like, listen, you're, you're a striker, I've left, you've come, here's the worst. Is a suitcase full of clobber. Yeah. <laughs> Set of headphones. In, in that scene, we carry bag, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, God, it looked like one, one, one day, I think, you know when like you see in the films that the bad men roll up a balaclava so it looks like a woolly hat? Yeah. Franklin wore one of them in one day in the summer. <laughs> um, it was a hot summer 2018 as well. With 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 a coat on, with shorts. <laughs> it was, it was, that, was an odd, that was an odd day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Cookie, Cookie. I remember Cookie got it one night on like we had like the player awards and like, we all we all had like obviously the jokey kind of awards and I think he won it one night. So I'd, I'd have to say him. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did, didn't he? He did. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that wrong. I think he did. I don't think he was happy about it. But no, because he said he'd bought a very expensive suit for this occasion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't Richie Sutton yeah. win worst dressed as well the following year? Richie Sutton, yeah. yeah Richie, you know, he's he's snuck onto the radar in a lot of these answers, Richie Sutton. <laughs> um what a guy he is though. What a guy. Um but yeah, I'd say um, Cookie or Franklin, then too. You can't argue with them. Um who was the flashiest dresser? I used to come in in all the designer gear. It's gonna be a, one of the scousers, isn't it? No, because we all use we all just turn up in our knife or armor gear, and just like just look as if we're just about to go to the gym. But we just all wear our comfy stuff. Like remember, I think about ninety percent of the time, Bucko, for example, would turn up in flip flops <laughs> and just like a, and just like some sports gear. Um, but to me, that's not bad because it's what we'd all wear around here. That's so. what I wear every day, basically. Exactly. So. A pair of Nike slides and a pair of shorts. There you go. So um, the best dressed hmm. ah, tough one. Um, oh, this is tough. Man's used to wear jeans quite a lot, so he always used to come in like in sort of jeans. I wouldn't say it's best dressed, but he made an effort. That's because he's married with kids, I suppose. So his missus is probably making him, isn't he? Look a bit smarter. It's like look Maybe. smart. You're going to Maybe. work. He'd always come in in Star Wars jumpers. Oh, he loves Star Wars. He, does, does. he loves Star Wars. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, Jake Caprice tried to dress a bit nice. Well, he's Southerner, Cockney, isn't he? So they, yeah, they don't understand yeah. like the dress sense of Merseyside. Yeah. I don't know. Give it to Jake. Give Do it you know to what? Jake. I'll say that I'll as well. Like, off the top of my head, I can't really. I always see him in the little by mine. And... He does that thing what footy players do where you dress your kids in replica shirts with daddy on the back. <laughs> so I was like, you know what, fair play to that. Like, Fair yeah. play. I'll give yeah, him that. Give, give um, the, the final three, before we wrap it up, uh, who was the most intelligent? And again, there's one that always comes up here that you'd never expect. Right. You wouldn't expect it, but Jay Harris knows a lot. There we go again. It's always Jay Harris. Like... I remember one time, I think Jay, it was, I was injured, and Jay Harris got injured as well, didn't he? Yeah. Against uh, Father Screen, he got injured. Yeah, and he was giving me this big lecture 
not me personally, but like all, there was a couple of us sat round, and um, we'd be there, and he'd be talking about the Magna Carta, <laughs> and I'd be like, "What the hell is that?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, you can, you, you don't have to do this or this, and that, that means that or you know, stuff like that." Jr. This is TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, he he knows a lot. Like he knows a lot that you wouldn't expect. I, the first time. Maka told us this and I was like I'm not having it I just said I'm not having it Jay Addis is the most intelligent and every single player we've done this with has said Jay Addis every single yeah. one like, yeah honest I, isn't I, he training I, I, to be an accountant apparently he was yeah, he was. and I said you, I'll tell you why he's doing that so he can dodge his own taxes that's the only reason he's doing it <laughs> don't surprise me but like he started like going into all different businesses and, and all stuff like that and I remember he was telling me and yeah. Have you heard yes. the story about um, after Wembley, he, he ran in, after we got promoted against Bournemouth Wood, and do you remember all the players, the team bus came back, and all the players were in Aldo's on the ground at like midnight, and he ran in with a scarf around his head, obviously. Jake was there, and he just ran up to Jake and whispered in Jake's ear, because he, he played right back, hadn't he, in that game? He yeah. just whispered to Jake's ear, he went, I'm the fucking Scouse Cafu, mate, and ran off, and just <laughs> ran off, and like, what more can you that say? Right, because on, 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 like <laughs> you could see like a lot of the lads on the way back, like in stages from like Wembley to arriving back at the the ground. You could see the decline in like yeah. the level of um, soberness. Yeah, it was. And Jay Harris was. You could see that, like I'd say from Birmingham, he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> he's so he was he had no sober levels. I'd but. say the, the only one on a bigger sliding scale than him was Ollie Norburn. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think didn't he try and like spear someone on like he, he slide tackled yeah. Andy Mangan into Mark Palios's um, grandson. Yeah, yeah, that was the so one. He footed, uh, the yeah, yeah, so you know, he rugby tackled Andy Mangan into the Mark Palios's grandson, and he. Slide tackle from behind Rover the dog. <laughs> that was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was he was there when Palios was holding the cup up. He was having to be held back from trying to do a slide tackle on more Palios. <laughs> like he was physically being restrained. I don't he probably hadn't went to sleep. He probably just drank all the way through the night and the morning and the afternoon. Jesus Christ. Well, okay, two more. The least intelligent. Oh, Lionel Cole for buying a house more than where? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Do you what? Where's I hope he's around when I if I want ever want to sell a house, like get Lionel. Cole. Imagine homes under the hammer with Lionel Cole on it. Yeah, like, Dion Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Maybe you can present it with Dion Dublin. Simply for that reason, I wouldn't normally have, have, have said Lionel, but just because he tried to buy a house for more than it's worth, that will. A house is as expensive as it is. Really. <laughs> it's not Especially if you're buying it for an investment. Yeah. Does he get to the checkout, no, do you think, in like the shop, and they go, uh, at £75.80, and he goes, I'll give you 80 quid. And they go, no, no, I don't. no, Lionel, yeah. it, it's £75.82, I'll give you 85 quid. Okay, so just leave, yeah. please. <laughs> Negotiating yeah. tactics with Lionel Cole, there's a Netflix special. <laughs> And then yeah. speaking of, of Dion Dublin, um, who's the longest in the shower? Because <laughs> uh, 
because there's a story behind that. Have you ever heard it? But Sir Alex Ferguson. What? When Dion Dublin was playing for Man U, apparently Sir Alex Ferguson walked past in the changing room as Dion Dublin was getting out the shower, and Sir Alex Ferguson just went, "That is magnificent." <laughs> <laughs> Apparently so. It's like an apocryphal tale. <laughs> like that's what he said. Just like stop dead in his tracks and just went. Oh, that is magic. Sounds a very Alex Ferguson thing to do. Yeah, I think it's in his autobiography. <laughs> I like his Scottish accent. I can't do it, Paul. You do the accents. I can't do it. <laughs> Imagine Fergie saying that. But then, do you know what? So there was, you know, I'm thinking you were there. There was some, there were some big characters there, weren't there, during your tenure? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um... You know. Manny Monthe, Macca. Thinking some dark horses, maybe. Like a Richie Sutton. No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sutty. Connor Jennings. Got balls the size of Birkenhead. Ollie Banks. Ollie Banks? Unsurprisingly. Takes a long time in the shower. Yeah. we got a lot of hair to wash, hasn't he? Yeah, a lot of hair to wash. Big cock yeah. as well, apparently. So I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't know that's what you meant. No, it's, it's however you want to interpret the question. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Banks, then he'll be pleased about that, won't he? Yeah, I suppose. As it is, he, he, doesn't Ollie Banks love some designer gear as well? From what I've heard. Yes, yeah, he's a man. He's a man, isn't he? Mm. They're like. Slipped under my mind in that one. There's a few yeah. players. A few players have got got through it with a clean slate, which is surprising. Yeah, it's hard to think though. Like, obviously, as you know, in like the lower leagues, you, you, you come across so many players. Like, like you say, there could be so many players out of contract, and then like you get a basically big, a brand new team one season, a brand new team the next season. It's like wow. It's big just, Franklin turns up, and all of a sudden he just big like Franklin turns up and steals the show on a lot of the uh, on a lot of the subjects. Well, there we go. That's um, that's wrapped. That's wrapped it up. With it, two hours fifteen minutes, which is going to be some. You know, it's a good job. Like normally, we'd be like, "That's too long," but no one's got anything to do, have they? So I think they'll be glad of the. Uh, they'll be glad of the content. Yeah, well, glad it uh, it took this long. Yeah, it's filled. It's filled our Friday nights up, hasn't it? Like, what else are we going to do? Yeah, Absolutely yeah. nothing else to do. Nope. I wait. I was working on a track today for about five hours, and I just did like a war. Where I just went. It just started sounding like white noise to me, and I was like, "I need to stop." Like, I've just need to have a break. I've I've hit like that point where I was just like, I can't listen to a kick drum any longer. Do you want Paul? Do you want to come and do some vocals for me, Paul? Some vocals? Yeah, yeah. You a bit of like to do some rapping? Okay. Yeah. Sounds. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Live. By the way, by the way, yeah. where's Jake been? Well, so now he. Uh... Where did he text? Hold on. Don't get me started on the, on JQ, right, by he, the way. Uh, he joined in, didn't he, for like two minutes? He, um, the first one we did on lockdown, he just didn't didn't reply. He was putting a telly up, wasn't he? Yeah, he said he was putting hours. a TV on a wall, and I was like, mm, a bit suspicious. That's the sort of thing that someone who was up to something dodgy would say. And then, to, I mean, in my defence, I missed the interviews with Ian Hume and Danny Holmes, but I was ill with the coronavirus, so like, that gets, that, surely that's an out, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a let off. Yeah, it is. I even yeah. did. The, I even did the live one because, like, with Paul when we watched the um, Everton game back, and I was dying during that. I was like, Paul, you're going to have to take over here. I imagine that. Obviously, obviously, Ben. The moment that they knew I was not involved, the, the viewers tuned out in droves. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. They went, went, if Matt's not there, I ain't getting involved. Yeah. 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 It's always the way, isn't it? It is. Oh, yeah. Are you still getting abuse emailed to you, Paul? I tried to get oh, your address out there. You but... remember you said 100 positive uh, tweets and one negative one? It's the way round. Oh, oh, great. <laughs> uh, Jake said he, uh, his puppy trashed his kitchen. So he said he had to... Uh, What's this? Me dog get me own work. It's absolute bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? <laughs> Not having it. Where's well, he getting his... Uh, yeah, Tom, thank you uh, for giving up your time, mate. It's uh, much appreciated. Thanks for your honesty as well. There's, there's plenty of time to give up Jordan lockdown. Isn't <laughs> it is, isn't there? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been great to get you on. No, yeah. Honestly, it's been, been great to, like, to, one, catch up with you and just have a nice little chinwag about Tramia. Um, and just life in general, isn't it? And just football. And, and, and life in general, yeah. Obviously, you know, lots changed since I've left Tramia. I've, I've, you know, I had a couple of teams, I had a baby, so it's been um, it's been nice to catch up with you. It's good, yeah. and it? it's like it's it's just nice to like see some. I don't know if you have been doing any like Zoom chats or stuff like that with people, but yeah. it's yeah. nice just to see like your mates' faces, isn't it? Because like you can't go and see them. It's mad. It's, it's just like there was no preparation for this, was it? It was just like, oh, by the way, you can't ever go out again unless it's to the shop, and you're like, oh, oh, fuck, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Mad, isn't it? Yeah, I'm going stir crazy with me missus here. Come like, when's wife swap coming back? Can I do that just so I can like speak to someone else? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just like, I tell you what, there's us three and Jake, the four of us, we could do like a like a four way wife swap. Do you know what I mean? I'll have to ask permission on that. No, one. no, no. Just they, <laughs> let's not tell them about it. Let's just go. Let's just sign. Let's just so sign one, up. One day, one day, I'll just go to forty and not come back. I'll just go to yours, for example. And I'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One thing before we go. Go on. Um, so obviously lockdown for the last four weeks. What have your Saturdays been like? What have you been doing? Um. Right. So. Might sound a little bit cheesy, but been trying to make Saturdays as much as possible as much as possible um with me 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 and my girlfriend we've we've been doing date nights right so on last last Saturday um sorry the Saturday before we you know the uh, the app house party yeah we held a party in our kitchen for everyone else to join in and be a part of so that was that was quite fun um and then the Saturday after uh, we turned the house into a mini golf, um, <laughs> into a mini golf course. So, like, well, when I say we did it, it weren't me. It was all it was all Grace. Like, so she, um, like, you no, know, there was a hole. Hole started from upstairs. You hit it down the stairs and into the hole, and then from the next one, it was like you know there was the the baby's pram or something was in the way, or a few toys and all that. Carry on. Um, so just just trying to be a bit inventive, really. Um, so yeah, just just doing just doing little bits like that. Yourself? Oh, we've been doing these. Oh, is this? Oh, okay. Yeah, trying to do as many. And Paul, you've been doing you've been hosting the quizzes, haven't you? And just um... they look good. Yeah, just anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm here on me tad, so um, yeah, just sort of hitting walls, really. <laughs> Paul, I think I think right. I'll. I won't um I won't say it outright, but I think we all know what you're up to. You're in your apartment on your own. Your <laughs> missus can't come round. It's Saturday night. 
you know, you put your keep, laptop... Keep it PG, Matt. You keep put your PG. laptop on, yeah? You search for a bit of Johnny Vaughan, as they say. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> there you go, there's your Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Big breakfast repeats. Oh, all day, mate. <laughs> all day. It's all right. I've never watched so much of Piers Morgan and Eamon and Ruth in my life. Oh, well. right. I, no, it's not worth watching. Get, get, be, get homes under the armour on. Get Dion Dublin on. The only problem with it is, right, they put that, that used to be 10 o'clock, didn't it? 10 o'clock, homes under the armour. It's been put back, hasn't it? Yeah, it's like half 10 or quarter to 11. Through well, I watched, my... Like, I watched one the other day. I watched one the other day and it was like the estate agent walked into the house and it just popped up August 2015. And I was like, is this a repeat? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird like how... How many episodes of Homes on the Hammer have there been? Like, it seems... To, I've never seen the same one twice. No. Wait, tell no. you what, wait there. Paul, fill some air. Get some Johnny Vaughan on. Let me... <laughs> Homes Under the Hammer, how many episodes? You'll, ne- you'll never watch uh, Homes Under the Hammer again the same, knowing uh, the thing about Dion Dublin and Fergie. Why do you think I watch it? I'm just hoping he pops in and goes, okay, here's an ensuite. I'm just going tr- to try it out. so far apart. Oh, Paul, you've lowered the tone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 1,000 plus episodes, it says. Oh, man. Doesn't surprise me. How long's it been going? Ages, hasn't it? It started in. When did it start here? Can I just say, people are now going to start turning this off now. This is, yeah, they've turned it off a long time ago, don't worry. I'm only going to upload this part. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, right. It started in 2003, the 5th of May, 2003. That, it just says, do you know if you go on Wikipedia normally, like episodes of a series, it'll yeah. say, it just says 1,000 plus. Like, even the Wikipedia people went, what's the point of... of They've just went, I can't be arsed. Like, <laughs> like could you? You'd be like, I'm, I am not... To-. Right, there's a, there's Netflix, buy the rights to the complete homes under the hammer. <laughs> and then, do you know what, Paul? We'll do a podcast where we watch every we episode... Yeah, and we're reviewing, especially the Larnell Cole episode. That's got to be the <laughs> never before seen. Yeah, you need to. That's one for you, Paul. So you recreated my goal against Woken. Oh, you need to recreate a scene of Larnell buying a house. Let's do it. Yeah, do it. Get Nors in touch. He's you know, he's probably still got some black paint that we can borrow. Don't know what you're on about. Didn't happen, did it, Paul? No. Were you the, you must have been that you were the, the press guy at the time, so you must have Yeah, it was a long week. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Like I mean there's, there's stories to be told there but not on air. Yeah, I mean I remember at the time people were asking me and I just went, Look, you, you can't defend it, can you? But like at the same time you were just like it's just silly footballers doing, you know not like James Norwood to make a poor decision, is it? No. <laughs> no. Oh, it does not seem like a lifetime ago though, like December 2016. Like, it yeah. seems like it was like, a, like just. I was going to say a different decade, it was. Decade, it was. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> well, it seems ages ago, that. Pomsons and the Hammer. There we go. Um, I was going to, right, just plug a few, like, um, obviously, Ben, you've already plugged the. Um, is it Go for Me for, Sh- for Sean's family? I'm not. I'm not. Is it just. Or is it just giving? The uh, Tranmere Trust have uh, set something up and they're going to be donating to Clare House, Alderhay. Um, and they're going to set up um, a fundraiser to get like a memorial at the stadium, I think. 
Oh, that yeah, that's a nice. Either like a plaque or something. Yeah. To I didn't. I didn't know exactly what it was, but it was something along like them sort of lines. I've retweeted the uh, the link, so it's on our Twitter page. So, and yeah. we should probably bring up again um, the Luke Brown Foundation that the the, the lads are trying to get going. Luke Brown was obviously yeah. a Tramway fan, and he was it viral meningitis, I think, wasn't it? Um, yeah. He was a normal, healthy lad, and he contracted it and died back in I think it was September, October, wasn't it? Um, October 1st, in fact, um, very quickly. And he was diehard tramway home and away. And one of his friends tried to run, I think, was it um, five marathons in five days he ran? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and they're trying to raise five grand uh, for the Luke Brown Foundation. They're at 2,800 at the minute. Um, and we tweeted it. We'll retweet. I'll retweet that now um, on our page. On the This Is Tramia page, I'll do another tweet on that. And then, Paul, I'm sure you'll find the um, one for Sean as well. Yeah, yeah, that's on our, on our page at the minute. Yeah. And, yeah, big thanks to, um, obviously, the sports club. It's a year, support. isn't it, since they sponsored us, Paul? The Tramia Sports yeah. Club. So, does that mean uh, another year's payments uh, up for grabs? Well, shame is we can't do last year. We can't do another uh, Ibiza holiday. Since we're with, actually uh, doing more podcasts than ever now. Yeah, well, it, it's funny, Ben. It's mad. Like, at the moment... We, we got the sponsorship money from them. We just so happened to go on a seven-day <laughs> bender in Ibiza, completely unrelated. I don't know. I don't know where you... I don't no, know what the correlation is. I don't know what you're trying to say. Suddenly, like, me and Paul and Jake came into quite a lot of cash, completely separate. Um, it's not cheap Ocean Beach, is it, Paul? God. No, nothing about it. No, no. And neither were them... Um, <laughs> all them, like, Lithuanian girls you kept running, finding... <laughs> It's mad, Ben. You won't believe. I've never seen so many Lithuanian girls. Just Paul every night had a different one. It was weird. Yeah, but the thing is, Paul. He, I reckon he's dark horse. He'll pull them. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. I don't. Think, I don't. I can't imagine him spending money on them. Surely not. I, all I'm saying is, I, the only thing I pulled was my hamstring getting out the pool. Yeah. I had to use yeah. the ladder to get out the pool. That's how pathetic life has got. <laughs> we're not suggest, Paul. Let's just clarify, Paul. We're not suggesting that you used the Tramia official support club money to solicit prostitutes let's clarify that right now no thanks for doing that yeah i'm just i'm just clarifying what didn't happen let's clarify yeah. it <laughs> gotta keep the tj yeah. oh sorry can i also say one more thing go on uh my brother is raising money to shave his head i saw that yeah um not not a massive amount only he's, he's only aiming for 500 quid i think he, he started it i think two we're filming it on. We're recording this on Friday, but he started like two days ago, and um, he's on three hundred quid already. He's just trying to do something good. Um, I'm not saying that the money going to the charity isn't a good thing. It is, but I just want to see him the shaved head. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anyone could, you know, a couple of quid here, a couple of quid there, just for my own yeah. sanity, just to see him the shaved head, I would really appreciate it. Is he yeah, still training to be um, a wrestler? Do you know what, right? He, he is, but he's got a job and a solicitor's right. <laughs> That's not a good and, <laughs> uh, I think he's he's slowly having to stop it because it'd look a bit unprofessional of him turning up with black eyes and yeah. stuff. So I think he's thinking more with his sensible head on at the minute and looking after him himself and his job. So fair play to him. But um, yeah, he did want to go down that route for a bit. But I think, like I say... But then if he shaves his head... Stone Cold Chris Tollett. Stone Cold, exactly. <laughs> Get them beers thrown in. There you go. Like, I mean, do you know what? Leave it with me. Um, I'll I'll see what I can sort out for them. 
And then, do you know what? But he could, there's his gimmick. He, there's his gimmick. He's the, by day solicitor, by night wrestler. It's yeah. like, remember the IRS was a wrestler and it was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're a wrestler by the, and by day you're a tax man. Oh, and your initials happens to be IRS. What, what a, what a, what a startling coincidence. He could be, yeah. um, Chris, the solicitor Tollett. Exactly. Comes out on the, he could have one of them suits that you just rip off. And he could yes. hit, could give them a paper cut with the tax return. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think we could we could definitely set that up. But that's what he's doing anyway. He's trying to save uh, shave money. I've just said there. He's trying to raise money <laughs> by shaving his head. Have you tweeted so, the link? Because we can we'll find it and we'll retweet it. Yeah, it's it's on my Twitter somewhere. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll go I'll go and retweet that now. Because I, I too, I know your brother, and I would love to see him with a shaved head. You've seen him. You've seen him on a many a night out in Barbados. Because you know what, you? he wouldn't suit it. It'd be like me. It w- I wouldn't look at the size of my fod as it is here. I no, wouldn't no, suit a shaved my head. My brother has got the biggest head ever. <laughs> like, I've got a photo of me and him as kids. Right, he's about nine months old, sat in a basket. You know, like one of them cute photos you have with kids. <laughs> and I'm about five, and he's like nine months old or something. I can't. I don't have to stop my head, but it's about that. His head's bigger than mine. I'm not messing. It's massive. Here we go. There you go. Let's retweet that. Let's let's get him bald. And by the way, like you said, I've just seen you tweeted a photo, Paul, of, of Ben after he scored at Eastley in the green kit. That is a mm. big shirt you've got on. Thank that you. shirt like is... Parachute, it? You can see how baggy <laughs> it is at the back. Remember Steve not that the baggy. Kitman? Steve the Kitman's not there no more, but I think Steve and Keith were working together at that time. And like yeah, I say, yeah. I am like a pencil. I'm like so thin, and he decided to give me a large shirt. It was like a parachute, it just didn't suit me. But I think some good luck that shirt. Though. I think Paul planned. Paul knew he was going to recreate one of your goals, and he was like, "He's a lad," so he thought, "Hello, I'll just go on I'll one, one. one last one." <laughs> what is your favourite goal? Is it the obvious one? Your favourite Tranmere goal? Um, because that working one wasn't your best one. Your first one, your first one at Dover was a screamer. Yeah, that one was quite nice actually. That was quite instinctive. Like, remember little, the ball just bouncing up and the defender coming like yeah, your little not, header past him. Not yeah, not steaming in, but like he was coming to close me down and just set up perfectly for like a little nod past him and then a volley. And uh, I think there might have been a, an option to square it to someone, but uh, just you know, like it sat when up you, didn't it? when you just there, just sat up lovely, and I just thought this is getting it. Um, that went in. That was actually a nice goal, but. I think um, the one against Chester was sweet. Yeah, left uh, left peg. Eastley. Eastley. What happened there? Oh yes, cut yeah, inside. Yeah. Lois, Lois, Lois played it into me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gave the keeper the eyes. Um, I think yeah. I'd probably go for. No, nah, I do. I probably would go for the the second one at Woken. The just because of the run, like a young Ryan Giggs. Yeah, take that. <laughs> Just didn't whip my shirt off with my rug hair on my oh, chest. You should have. It was. Are you messing? Have you, did you see the weather that night? <laughs> it's, it was a wet night, wasn't it? No one would have wanted to see like a little skeleton running around. <laughs> so, Thank God you didn't do that. I anyway. was going to say you should have because then Paul would have had to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. But Nobody wants Paul to see that. that. We'll have to, Paul. You'll have to dig out. It's on YouTube, is it? The video. Yeah. You'll have to dig that video out of, of your recreation. And post it tomorrow to go, coincide with this. Why? And do you know what we should do, actually? We should do a watch-along of that video. <laughs> like, behind the scenes yeah. and, and talk about the making of it, because... 
yeah, because there was a lot that went on behind the scenes. Have you still got the, have you still got the raw footage, Paul? What's that? Have you have you still got the raw footage of filming that? You probably have, haven't you? Me, no. Oh, how convenient. There was a lot of footage. Yeah, but you still... I remember... Um, takes. <laughs> no, uh, this, this, like, this little story sums up Ben. Sums, sums up ben like, totally. Like, I mean, you'd stop behind after training or something, come back to the ground. And um, we recorded this at like four o'clock in the afternoon. And I think your mum was phoning you throughout like saying your tea's ready and your stuff. Tea's ready. Yeah, <laughs> we were there for like <laughs> two and a half hours. I was still living at home. I was still living at home at this time. <laughs> the so glory like, days. Yes, yeah, yeah. When you know when all like your washing used to get done. Oh, so nice. <laughs> oh, but um, like, but we were there for a good. It must have been like two hours. Yeah, and whose fault was that? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he stayed. Yeah, I was on the phone to my mum going, "Mum, it's not my fault." I swear I'm to God, <laughs> he's gonna bed it in a sec. Why couldn't you just score the tapping? That you could recreate. <laughs> yeah, I know, but yeah, that, that's uh, nice one to say that, Paul. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you ask? Like, I, I remember when you when you signed as well, permanent, and you waited for me to because you wanted to do it because you thought yeah, I'd I do Paul, and stuff Paul, like I that. Paul wanted to like do like a little thing, and I think you were busy doing something at the time, and I was like, I remember I, I didn't like, <laughs> no, I didn't know you as well as I do now, and I was like, media guy, where's the media guy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, he's in his office yeah. it's locked yeah, he's, he's got his laptop on I had, to, <laughs> I had to wait round for you didn't I but yeah no just like I say that, I think that just comes down from the fact that of where I've came from like yeah. being a, a player to like now it's like this is just a brilliant like it's just a nice job to have well do you remember like it was you just got injured it was when we started doing the um, we were doing the the commentaries on Mixler yeah. online for the FA Trophy games, and like Paul asked, you were the first. He asked you, and you were like, "Yeah, I'll be there." I remember you come up, and you had a big bag of butties from Tesco. You'd, yeah. you'd gone to Tesco, and you were like, "They've reduced all these." <laughs> you were buzzing because you were like, "It was like you, you knew you were like, if you go in at a certain time on a Saturday, do you reduce all the meal deals dead cheap?" And you, yeah. I think you, you had like the three pack of like chicken chicken wraps. And then you gave, you were like, you have them, like, I, 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 I can't, you had like four butties, it was great. I was like, I got you sitting in the end, so anyway, I like, being injured for that long, you kind of weigh how, what deals are good in the Tesco on meal deals <laughs> and stuff, so um, I used to bring up like chicken wraps, chicken pastas, butties and stuff for everyone, didn't I? They, they, yeah. Well then, yeah, you, you did every, I'm pretty sure like every single game that we ended up doing, you came up and did it with us. And I remember Paul saying at the time, I, Paul and Jake, like, because I was always, I was always like, what, who are the, you're like, of the, but I was always asking questions about the squad, obviously. Yeah. And like, Paul, I remember Paul said, and he still says, he was like, the two that would always go, like, genuinely, not that any of the other squad weren't, but they'd say, the two that would always like, actually stop and speak to people no matter who it was at the, at the club, or even just said, it was you and Connor. You remember you saying yeah. that, Paul, where you were like, they yeah, used yeah. were the two that were like, if you asked them to do something, you'd be like, yeah, sound. And then like, they, you felt like you'd have a chat with you, you and Co- or Connor, one day, and then the next week. And Paul would say something like, oh yeah, I'm going to a gig tonight. And then the next week, you'd go, oh, was the gig? And you know, it was like little stuff like that where you actually are interested in speaking to people, not like, you know, I imagine a lot of Premier League footballers are just like, yeah, yeah, and they're speaking to someone. You don't care, do they? They're just going, I want to get in my car and drive home. James so like, Norwood doesn't care. 
Yeah, but James Norwood's a Tranmere hero, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, I just think just the way just the way I am. Like it's I probably say, how you brought up, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's, you brought up yeah, to be just like, why should you... We did a lot of stuff with the videos as well while you were injured, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Just, um, I don't know. I thought, I've just got the philosophy of treat people how you'd want to be treated. That's it, really. Yeah. Like you were saying about going to see young Sean, you know, in, in hospital. Yeah. One of those person, one of them people who would, you know, give up your time for anyone. So I, like, I, might, not, to, I might not be, I might not be acting on me no more, but like, you know, he was, he was a lovely kid, man. So I would never say no to going to, to, to see no, him. Of course, like, like. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, with a two hours 40 here, what a bumper episode. Well, we were about to finish at 2.15. And then you piped up, Paul, with some talk about hardcore pornography and prostitutes, as usual. <laughs> it always ends this way, doesn't it? It always comes back. guys. <laughs> Paul Harper. Forget PG, PH. That's what it is. Yeah, keep it PH. We, well, here's one for you then. We, we go out on what? Where do you sit on the PH scale? Are you an acid or alkaline man? Me? Yeah, on the PH scale. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very seven green neutral. There you go, Paul. You said you're more of an alkaline guy, didn't you? But then again, I do love them. You know them sweets, toxic waste. Ooh, I wonder where they sit. They're quite. Tangy. That's got to be. That's got to be like two or three. Sorry, it's got to be nearly red. Mm. do you know what yeah, here's what we need to do the scientists now are trying to find a vaccine stop what you're doing right go <laughs> quickly the yeah, check the acid level of them toxic waste sweets <laughs> imagine it turns out that's the vaccine <laughs> and everyone's got to everyone's got to like pull all them sour faces like eating the toxic do you know what I'd rather take my chances I think <laughs> I love sour stuff though I'd, I, there's a time and a place and for some some proper like what of them I think it is a toxic waste but there's another one like a green one and it's just like oh god don't know why I do it like what it's one of them where you go like do when someone says oh this is horrible this smell this no <laughs> you've just oh I've just yeah. trodden some dog shit here smell this is what the fuck get it away from when me when someone says that to you you know it's not going to smell good don't you or it's, like... it's the same as when someone goes don't touch that plate it's hot and the, your psyche goes Wonder how hot it is. Damn, yeah, it's, it's burn me fingers hot. Oh, you know <laughs> don't don't touch that acid. It's 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 quite acidic. Acidic. No, it's not. I would think that's probably about a. It's quite neutral. By do you know what? We'll have to do a po- right next time. We'll get together. We'll do a proper <laughs> podcast on the uh, pH level. Yeah. I think, people, I think people are getting there. Two hours 40 of this now. People are, people are falling asleep. If they're still here now. Like, so if you're still listening, get in touch. Tweet us uh, at This Is Tranmere if you want to hear me, Ben Tollett, and Paul Harper uh, do a two-hour podcast on the, the pH level on acid alkaline because I think we're pretty knowledgeable about the subject. Yeah, yeah definitely, especially toxic waste. Paul, do you want, do you want to wrap it up, Paul? Right, this has been This is Tramier <laughs> with Ben Sallett in association with the Tramier of, uh, Official Sports Club. Yep. Thank you, Ben. Cheers, no Matt. Problem. No thanks no to problem. Jake Keogh, the rat. At This is Tramier on Twitter. <laughs> at This is Tramier on Facebook. Uh, yeah, at Ben Sallett as well. Give him a follow. Yeah. Good lads. Of course, you can and, listen to us uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Is it at Ben Tollett on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at Matt Hibbert, yeah. At... Uh, this is Tramia. Get in touch if you enjoyed it. If you didn't, tweet at Paul Harper eighty two. If you have any problems, any issues, any complaints, at Paul Harper eighty two. If you want his address, 
tweet me at Matt Hibbert, DM me, I'll give you his address. He'll be go- going, like, I tried to egg his the other day and wasted three good eggs, so. <laughs> right, goodbye. goodbye. Cheers, everyone. See you me.